It's warming up. Come on, Jazz Hands. Come on, Clover Tack. Let's see it, Jazz Hands. There he goes. Clover Tack is Jazz handing it up. Ooh, oh, he's giving us he's giving us some kind of moose signal. Walter is also going with the moose. I guess I got to go with the moose. Jazz oh, hands myself. Oh, wait, yeah. for you. oh, is that is that? What about this one? Rocky, Rocky, go Rocky. backwards. Okay, we are live. We are live. I hope you have your airtight space big girl panties on tonight. This is episode two ten of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville and the subject of our show tonight is let's talk about Trump's space force and as as Walter puts it is this the final frontier no space <laughs> space space the final frontier yeah the the um that William Shatner right yeah 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 something like that yeah yeah, yeah, William Shatner. Priceline, so, <laughs> final frontier. <Yeah. laughs> Welcome to Friday, everyone. Welcome to Friday. You're probably thinking, oh, this is a joke. They are not on this on this gorgeous Friday going to talk about. Yes, we are. We are talking about Space Force tonight. Yes, we are ready to do it. And there goes there goes some uh, young cadets from Space Force. I see Porky Pig. I see Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Marvin the Martian right there. Yeah. Awesome. I call dibs on that, Walter. This one is actually real artwork from Virgil Ross, one of the guys who did that stuff. Oh, very cool. So, um, yeah, this is uh, probably going to end. Oh, I won't say where it's going because she might. Anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, very cool. I, I love Duck Dodgers actually in the 24th and a half century. One of my favorite shows. What do you think, Clover Tack? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, definitely. so Clover's here. He had no idea. Yeah, Clover had no idea what we we're going to talk about because I literally decide what I'm going to talk about like two minutes before I start the show. It's like, it's like amateur hour up in here. It's <laughs> yes. yes, that's how we roll, yo. <laughs> Spontaneous, <laughs> yeah, that's how we roll. And uh, the reason why Walter is also here, Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms. There he goes. What kind of hat is he? I don't know what the hell is on his hat. That is from the uh, fire uh, aircraft firefighting museum in um, where is that place at again? Oh, um, okay, you just blinded us, but okay, fine. In in Graybill, Wyoming, actually, Museum of Flight and Aerial Firefighting, Graybill, Wyoming. Yeah. Okay, very cool, very cool. So you know, um, the reason why I decided to talk about this, I know that this has been up for a couple of weeks, probably. Right. But I was on vacation. I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I figured it's a good thing to talk about on a Friday with yep. the folks. We'll, we'll talk about this and other things, but I really want to get into this. Some people think it's a joke. No, Some no, people no. think it's a good idea. You know, um, I want to know what you guys think. So let us know right now. Start letting us know if you think, hey, this is a great idea. This is this idea sucks. You don't know. Do you want to join the Space Force? <laughs> Let us know. Clover, before I'm going to I'm going to shout out everyone in the chat. But Clover, what do you think about this? Like real quickly here in the top. I'm just wondering if they're going to use the uh, if their motto is going to be to boldly go where no man has gone before, because if they do that, none of them can go to Stormy Daniels house. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, when you said where no man has gone before, I was thinking about Whoopi Goldberg from yesterday. Well, that's probably <laughs> true, too. I, I didn't want to go back down that rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. They were talking about her on the radio today when I was riding driving around in that whole thing about her. The JJ and all that. Stuff. Oh, were they? 
I think was, uh, I think what did they say? People were just as guy, the guys talking about it were just as grossed out as we were. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm still grossed out. So um, welcome to everyone here in the chat hanging out with us, um, you know, it's on Friday. Yes, it's Friday. It's finally here. And, um, you know, don't forget to hit the thumbs ups because we need those. You know, we need to help build up this audience here, get folks uh, piling in. Hopefully people will come in and join this conversation about space right here. Just just like bookmark this episode, episode 210. Who moved my freedom? Hank Strange, Clover Tack. There he goes, Clover Tack uh, from Texas. Walter from Florida. We are talking about the future here. And, and by the way, Florida and Texas, two space centers. By the way, yeah, Ooh, that's true, true. 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 Operational, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, areas of uh, of space launching stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I see uh, 13C Joe is about to join us. He's getting all set up right now. So um, and just and just so you guys know, later on, oh, he just dropped out. He'll probably be back later on on Instagram. He's going to go live. So he usually does that on Friday. Yep. So uh, I'm sure everyone's invited to do that. I, I'll probably stick around after the show for a couple of minutes and um, jump on on Instagram with him. So let me quickly go down here and just shout out everyone in the chat. I see Christopher Williams, Robert McRae, DCG44S, um, Special K. While you're doing that, I'll be back in a second. All right, cool. Special K, I see Michael Bender, uh, The Archangel, Richard Hughes also in there, MDS8168, E-Rock, We Run Guns, we run gun says space force and he puts this up right here at clover attack can you can you do that can you do that hand thing right there if i think about it yeah i can oh okay can you do the double one uh let's see uh, maybe okay can you do this what? is that space jazz hands can you, can you can you switch to this one see this is this is also a space one i don't know if you recognize this this is a space one and then switch back and then switch back switch and then switch back. like that. You, this is you, a magical power that I have. Apparently I so. Apparently, I don't so. know if anyone knows about this, but I, I can actually do I can, this. I concede, sir. I can see. <laughs> Walter missed out on that. Walter totally missed. <laughs> I don't know that he that. missed a whole lot, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we run guns. Uh, looks like he's down. Boss hog says, hello. Uh, let's see who else we got in here. Um, uh, Richard Hughes says, because uh, uh, I was saying that I was waiting for the honored guest. Richard Hughes says, I guess he missed his invitation. He's an honored guest. He's on here sometimes, but everyone who comes on the show is an honored guest. So, uh, you know, just just FYI, FYI. Um, I edit my sub MOA AK says Friday free for all. Get your beverages, which is a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, um, and Richard Hughes wants to know, where's Lola? Lola is here. She's somewhere here. She's working. She's in the background. I don't know if she's been in the chat, not been in the chat, but Lola's always working on stuff uh, behind the scenes. So, Joe, are you all set up back there? If you can hear me, yes, I am. Okay, we do hear you. We do I have a question you. for you, Joe, right off the bat. Yes. Grand Power Strobo SP9A1. You have any, any exposure to it yet? I have... I shot a few of the Grand Power things. I would have to look and see which one. I shot several of them. This thing looks like the uh, kind of looks like a, a morph of a CZ and a, and a Scar. 
scar, but in nine millimeter. A lot of them actually. All right, give me the uh, the full uh, the full name of it again. Uh, Grand Power. The Burger Service, sir. sir. S T R I B O G. S P nine A one. Yeah, basically a hamburger. All right, I am bringing it up right now. <laughs> I just ordered one. I just ordered one. I think okay, all right. No, I have not shot that one yet. No, I haven't. Yeah, it looks kind of like a B&T. Yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah, a B&T. So, uh, Walter says it's a lot cheaper. We are going to talk about it. And I, I just ordered one because they've got them on, they've got them on, I guess it's on sale at Palmetto State Armory. How much is it on sale for? Well, it's seven ninety nine with the with the with the SP tactical brace. So okay, okay, all right. Look at that key mod up front, nice. But I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking, I'm gonna make a nice, a uh, cool stock for it. So yeah, I will. Um, you know what? I'll find a link to that and share that. Let me keep going down the. Uh, let me keep going down the list here and shouting out people, reminding everyone to smash the thumbs ups, please. Help us with the thumbs ups. This is going to be a very important historical episode. Uh, Joe, I hope you are ready, sir, to talk about Space Force. Oh, I am absolutely talking about Space Force because part of the reason why I wasn't here had to do with me not being a part of the Space Force. So we need to get it. Take your application. <laughs> what? You, someone denied you already? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. It is. Uh, look, look, you tell me. You tell me if I'm ready. I know where this Space is going. Force, all right. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> I was born ready. <laughs> born ready. Well, if, if you join the Space Force, do you get a good internet connection? <laughs> I would hope so. I, I could use a better one, honestly. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to talk about that. We are getting into Space Force. That's coming. Ghetto Hood Gamers here. I think I said Boss Hog, SoCal Gunner. Uh, let's see who else we got. Who else do we have in here? Um, uh, Armament and Axis as well. Chris Bolas. I see, let's see, I'm going down. Hamburger Helper, uh, Strange Media Moderator, Moobutt is in here, Richard Raznick as well. Um, SO Mar uh, MD Harley Rider, so I'm, I'm assuming that's South Maryland Har Harley Rider, says uh, thumbs ups. Thank you for the thumbs ups. We appreciate it. And let me see, I don't know who else. Uh, the, Vanessa Kitty, I see Vanessa Kitty in there, Beverly Delk. As well, let's see. Uh, just I, I'm trying to. Okay, Kenny Van Cleve. I also see Kenny Van Cleve in there. Mike Bryant, Sergeant Poppy. There you go. Tina is Liberty Cat. It's uh, Brian Quick as well. LB Louis Cipher, Mr. FNH. Tacos and French fries is in the building. Jason Gutierrez. So there you go. Justin E. And that's the kid who wants to shoot the first 50 cal on the moon. Yes, yes. And, and and it looks like there's lots of ladies in the chat tonight. Like Friday night is ladies night. <laughs> I think. Cuz it's well, ladies night. Thursday night they would all be at the clubs, right? Well, that, that is it, yeah. Is Thursday the club night? Um, I think so. I think Thursday okay. night's ladies night. Yeah. Ooh, uh, and uh and Big Dick Willie says Big Dick Willie in the house. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the the BDW <laughs> He's in the house, BDW. Uh, 13, I see 13C, he's there. CB uh, says, CB says, Space Force using Russian taxi rockets. <laughs> I see James Lawson as well. Um, uh, let me see who else came in that I could quickly. SHTF. Bosh, Josh, Bosh, B-H-A-S, Josh says, hi, Hank. 
So there you go. Well, now, what was that, Walter? I said SHTF on the moon, Vanessa Kitty says. So. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, when you go to the moon, you should have a 50. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's start here. You know what? Let's start this way. On the panel, before we go into, you know, I'll give you guys a chance to pull up your news articles and all that. I'd like to see everyone in the chat right now, everyone who's in the chat, let us know if you are pro Space Force or anti Space Force, you know, by saying whatever or give us a hashtag or something. So, and then we'll go through the panel here and see who's pro or against Space Force. So, um, uh, Joe, what? We'll, we'll, I don't know if we have to ask you again, but are you pro? So last uh, last Wednesday, I was a little late getting on, and that was because of traffic trying to get home from work. Tonight again, same deal. And, you know, it, really, there's only two things that can stop me. Gravity and the police. Right? Okay. <laughs> now, I think the Space Force will solve both those problems, because to my knowledge, there's no there are no police in space. And then gravity is pretty much non-existent up there. You know, there's some gravitational fields and whatnot, but nothing like we have down here. So I believe that if, they, if I can get up into space, I will be unstoppable. So in that regard, <laughs> I'm in. Um, I think Space Force will Space Force will be the police of space. <laughs> Do I get to be the okay. law? <laughs> Maybe you get to be the space law. Space you know. popo, space popo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I am the law. So you are. So you're pro. You're pro space force, right? Um, that is a very long, deep question to get into. Oh, Joe's having a struggle with this. <laughs> oh my god, I, I so, can't believe this. You, you, right? You don't I mean, know. I mean, how much? I mean, we're talking about a space force that's going to be funded by what's technically the lowest bidder, right? But at the same time, bribing all the politicians and. And uh, political appointees in uh, in the Pentagon in order to get this thing done. So, I mean, it's just I mean, it's NASA, but on a on a military budget scale. Right. I mean, I like the idea. Um, I I like the idea of us having a superior superior military force in space. I'm all about that. Um, At the same time, I just I, I just look at what the government does and how much money it spends and how much it wastes and its incompetence. And I just. I'm like, man, can we can we just contract out, you know, Elon Musk or something for the Space Force? Maybe? I was going to say, like, Blackwater, Blackwater in space. Right, Blackwater in space. Why yeah. not? Elon Musk does not need any more of no. America's money. No more government, no, no more government sure. cheese for Elon. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All due respect to everyone who are fans of Elon Musk, but uh, no. fuck that. <laughs> well, well, you're right. I mean, how many how many how many subsidies and how many contracts is he getting? At the same time, I can't help but look at it, and he was able to do in you know what a dozen years what NASA couldn't do in sixty. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, that, he, he already has he already has uh, a soldier up there in uh, in that <laughs> in that uh, Tesla, yeah, in that Tesla floating around the planet, but yeah, on its way to and, Mars. Yeah, and who knows what else is in that car, but. You know, I'm just saying there might be something else up there. Okay, let's go down the panel. I want to see what everyone thinks. So, Clover, where are you on the Space Force? Are you for or against, yay or nay, sir? I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it. Um, It's, you know, as as technology moves forward, other countries are going to be pursuing stuff like that. So, you know, why not? Why not be the first there and kind of have control from the beginning? Oh, okay. Okay. So we've got Joe is no. Joe, you're a nay, right? I don't know if I'd say I'm nay. I, I just I just want him to do it smartly and efficiently. 
Okay. Joe's on the fence until he finds out how it's getting funded. I'm not wearing the shirt today, but honestly, taxation is theft. So, I mean, at some point. I bet right. you we could come up with uh, with creative ways to fund it. Like, maybe we can get, uh, you know, we can get, like, immigrants to fund maybe, it, maybe? Can we get Mars to pay for it? Yeah. Oh, we're going <laughs> yeah. to build a space wall? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to build a wall for space. We could just invite everyone, like, hey, you want to join Space Force? Then you could come to America. After you spend, like, 10 years in Space Force, <laughs> then you're automatically a citizen. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let me keep going down the line. Let me, we'll come up with other creative ideas. You guys let us know if you're for or against Space Force. Walter Keller. The, the the second, right? You're Walter Keller. Yes, the I'm second. the second. Yes, yes. Okay, I um, just want to be official. Are you for or against, sir? I'm for it. They've been doing it for a long time already. So not they've been working on technology, the the systems, the ideas. The they've tried lots of things, and you'd I'm, you'd probably be amazed. I don't know, but I would say you'd probably be amazed in the stuff they've already done. Oh, you um, mean that's already been developed? It's already been developed, right? Because it doesn't take it doesn't take you know, these fancy weapons that knock out a satellite, all it takes a little piece of metal shot in a, and it hits it. You know, oh, heck, a, a little bitty asteroid. Yeah, a, a little, a little BB, go, a little BB gun, 17,000 yeah. miles per hour, take out your spaceship. Right. Right. Yeah. So right. It, right. it doesn't take a lot of, it just, but they've been researching this stuff since NASA's beginning, actually. So, yeah. Um, okay. You know, it's, okay. it's this, this is just kind of maybe a way to make it a little more uh, user friendly. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, or, or or it could be to say to the Chicoms and to the Russians, like, "Hey, mofo, we're here, so don't try none of your monkey business." You know? Yes. Okay. And just for the record, I am also. So it seems like, you know, J- Joe's a maybe. Clover's like he's okay with it. Walter's for it. I'm also for it. You know. Um. I know. I'm looking at what everyone's saying. Mubut says he's against. Which oh. you know, Muba is saying it like I say against what you. How the hell do we do we say it against? Well, when you're, Why when am you're, I saying against wrong? Am I saying against wrong? Uh, you're either for it or you're against it. Against it or for it. You know what I'm saying, Hoss? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're with us or you're against, against us. He's against it. He's like, against G, it. like GW said, you're either <laughs> with us or you're against us. You know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what were you going to say, Walter? I think I cut you off. No. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Good question. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought with that whole with it and against force and against this and all stuff. Yes. Oh, it'll okay. come back to me. Come on, yes. carry on. I- I see everyone. There's lots of uh, opinions there. There's there's actually the chat is is more divided than we are. There's people yeah. that are for it. Lots. It looks like there's lots of people against it. Lots of people uh, worried about all the spending oh, and all that's, that. That's that's what I wanted to kind of think. I was always disappointed that we 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 were the we were boldly going where no one had gone before back in the 70s. You know, we went to the moon. Things were on a fast track. We were rocking and rolling. And all of a sudden, we went to the shuttle. And we played with the shuttle for 30 years. And 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 every so we would we would already have been to Mars and back if we would have continued on the pro, we were on the path we were. Yeah, going. the shuttle was not bad. The problem with the shuttle is that we landed on the, we we landed on the idea of the shuttle. We built the shuttles and stuff like that, and then we never did anything else. Right. We never Nothing, developed you did, it. You didn't progress past the shuttle. So yeah, we just started defunding everything. And and if I'm not always, mistaken, you know, it always it, the argument always it costs too much. You know, what about the children? What about yeah. the, what about this? What about that? Well, look at all the money that's been spent 
uh, six to sixties giving it away in welfare. You could have a you could have a moon base up there and throw all those bums up on the moon. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. That's the thing. I think, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, someone can let me know if I'm wrong. I think uh, President Obama would like actually put the final nail in the coffin of NASA, right? Yes, in he turned yes. of They're yeah. still out there, but he put the final nails and shut it the, for everything. Shut the settle program down, you know, pretty much. Yeah. 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 And that's how Elon Musk got into the whole thing. So I think uh, before we get real deep into this, one of the things I want to do is this is a serious thing, right? This is a serious news story that's out there for anyone who doesn't know. We're not making it up. Right. Uh, I'm trying to look and see when Trump when Trump first said that he's going for Space Force, because I remember (laughs) Space Force Force coast to coast. That's what it is like Space Ghost. I'm yeah, for that. Yeah. It was like a that. definite blindsided comment. Uh, I remember when I seen it, I was I had to rewind. I was like, "What did you?" Yeah, say? I think he called. I think what this was you, like two. Was say? it? I think it was a week, maybe a week and a half uh, ago. That uh, here we go. So this is from June 18th, and this is from CNBC. And basically, it says President Trump directs Defense Department to immediately, quote unquote, begin the process of establishing Space Force as sixth military branch. So, you know, President Trump is directing the Pentagon to create a space force. And there's also other things to look at, too, not just the Chicoms and the Russians, but like I'm looking on Fox News, you know, you got this big ass asteroid floating around out there. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty serious thing. If the asteroid starts coming in, the Chicoms are going to look like, you know, a flea on a dog's ass, you know, if, if that thing's coming our way. So, yeah. yeah. You got to be prepared for that type of stuff, too. So. Well, I mean, currently with the with the equipment we have, you know, on Earth, we're only able to monitor just a very small portion of the skies anyway. Right. So there could be we could get blindsided at any time. So, you know, as this progresses forward, maybe the technology to scan for things like that, too, could could progress. Yeah, yeah. They, need, they need to have um, our eyes and ears need to be further out into the wild blue yonder, so to speak. I think. Yeah, we need we need time to know if something's coming. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and, the, and the means out there to maybe. Latch onto it and push it in another direction. Yeah, like a tugboat or something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, they went on to quote Trump here. says, uh, quote, our destiny beyond the earth is not only a matter of national identity, but a matter of national security. Um, Our policy board will begin working on this issue, which has implications for intelligence operations for the Air Force, Army, Marines and Navy. Uh, Pentagon spokeswoman Dana White said in a statement. So. Um, I'm, I'm going to go into some other news things around this, but when this first happened, everyone started making fun of Trump, right? Like this guy, he's oh, cra- this is the proof that he's batshit crazy. They made fun of Reagan too, remember? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, now what we were just talking about is um, there's lots of things out there that we either need to defend against or or prepare for this natural disasters or uh, asteroids. I don't know if meteorites could do anything, but asteroids out there could certainly do a lot of damage. Uh, Maybe up in, maybe like, you know, in the outer atmosphere, meteorites and things like that might destroy satellites. And if your cell phone doesn't work for two weeks, we will go to the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, people people make light of all this. If the GPS system is destroyed or goes down, which is run by the U.S. Air Force, um, you're going to be in a, real bad way we're gonna be in a real bad way so uh, are we, we gonna have to read maps 
Well, I know how to do that, by the way. But um, yeah. we don't have to know where the hell we're going. At least, at least the boys in my Boy Scout troop <laughs> do how to read maps. So, I mean, know. who will tell me what exit to take? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, this could be the end of society as we know it. And you, you know, you better buy yourself a compass, mofo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need a little bit more than a compass. So, uh, Joe, let me ask you, man. Do you yeah. think that there's? Do you, you know, because I know you're on the fence. So, do you think there's things there's like viable reasons for the space force? Um. Sure. Yes. Can you tell? Can you tell us? Do you have some ideas uh, of what's viable? I, mean, I, I don't know how much we're going to be able to pull a. Um, what what was that with uh, Aerosmith and uh, and and blowing up the meteor um, Armageddon? Uh, oh. Yes, Armageddon. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> Wait, are you saying that we can, we don't have the technology to land on an asteroid? I don't know if we have the technology to be able to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know how far off that is. Um, we 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 can we can land on an asteroid, but are you ready to do it? Well, if you caught it far far enough away, yeah. you, could, you could change its trajectory. Though. We have to so file permits and do an environmental yeah. study. Well, that's and, true. Um, we have to make sure that we have all minorities and women included in the crew. Yeah. We have and, to consider the feelings of the asteroid before. Yes, we yes. And are we going to affect the space <laughs> outlook on life? I mean, you know what, what and, and and what would other asteroids that could be <laughs> toward us? Oh, how would that make them feel? They'll feel would neglected. They no longer feel welcome. Well, yeah, uh, right. We, we didn't land on them, so why? Yeah, this asteroid didn't land on. Uh, we landed. What was it? Uh, Plymouth, Plymouth. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed <laughs> on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think was that who was supposed to said that? Malcolm X. Malcolm X, yeah, yeah, or in the movie, I don't know if Malcolm X actually said that, but <laughs> yeah. I know in Spike Lee's movie, <laughs> it sure does sound good, right? Yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave, Chappelle did it, Dave Chappelle did it better in Robin Hood <laughs> and Tights. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. well. That was, well, first of all, Dave Chappelle is the man. So much more entertaining. <laughs> so, but the thing is, you know what? I think, I think there are serious things that. Oh, yeah that we're going up against like you guys let me, give you, let me give you two things real quick russia and okay. china russia and china that's all you need well yes and russia has space capabilities right because um someone yes, talked about it in the chat that's who we're using very a lot capable. Of and the chinese thanks to our former president like bill clinton and the rest of them are, have progressed uh, leaps and bounds so yeah. um, yes so and here's the thing i'm going to talk uh let's talk about people out there who are actually pro this now obviously the nasa chief right he he backspaced the space proposal this is in in gadget and it says like here's the article it says uh whatever you think of trump's proposed space force it has at least one ally in its corner recently installed by trump um nasa administrator jim uh bridestein or bridestein i don't know i think i like bridestein better uh in an interview axios bridestein argued that space was becoming more contested and that the u.s had to be willing to defend space in order to maintain it he mm -hmm. argued as as walter's saying the chinese and russians were developing not only anti-satellite missiles but co-orbital satellite weapons, jammers, and other space-borne threats. Allegedly, the Chinese see the U.S.'s lack of space weapons as an Achilles heel it could exploit. It's an opportunity. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? That's the truth. <laughs> look, at, look at the Pacific Ocean. 
the Chinese are building, they've made, they've dredged up bases in the Pacific Ocean. And why did they do that in that area? Because we, uh, Obama and previous presidents, neutered ourselves, neutered the Navy and reduced our fleet size. And they felt an opportunity. So they filled yeah. the void. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so, Joe, does that, does you know, does that have any, does that help you here on the fence? Yeah. It 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 does insofar as um, you know from a defensive capability, obviously that's important, um, and obviously the ability to be able to shoot down you know like any any missile threats or whatever are apparently, and I'm not an expert, but easier to shoot down from space as opposed from ground based mm -hmm. uh, things along those lines. So in that in, in that regard, yes. Um, so I like I said, I'm not opposed. I'm not I'm not opposed to it, opposed to it. I just I'm just opposed to what could happen and, yeah. and how much money and how, you know, I mean, what happens if we want to put a base of, you know, who knows, okay. who knows exactly so, what this is going to be. So as far as I don't want us to get behind the curve uh, at the same time, I don't want us to waste a ton of money because we're, you know, 20 trillion dollars in debt. And, you know, eventually that economic time bomb is going to come home. And okay, so let's talk about up. the money because the money is obviously a big thing. I see lots of people in the chat talking about the money. The chat's actually pretty active. Uh, I'm enjoying everyone's comments. Uh, I see Will Killer Keller's in there. Lots of other folks are commenting on them. Let's talk about the money thing. So if we go back to what, the last time we were really developing the space program, uh, someone helped me. What was that, like the 50s, 60s, right? Right. That's when we were really developing this. Think of the money they spent back in the 50s and the 60s after World War Two, to be honest with you. Right. Because I think that between America and Russia, we, when we went into Germany and other places around the world, we captured um, all these people, these scientists. Right. We know we know the Germans were thinking about this. If you saw um, what was it? Uh, was it Iron, with Iron Sky? If you saw Iron Sky, the Germans were planning on going to the moon. <laughs> we were able to attack us. From we, we, were, we were firing bottle rockets and the Germans were figuring out how to do um, how to do orbital te telemetry and everything else. Yeah, they were so mm -hmm. far ahead of us to make a head spin. Yeah. So so these guys, we, we captured these scientists on both sides. And then America was messing around with it. Russia was really serious about it. And then we, we want we wound up in a in a space war. Right. Mm -hmm. in, well, a, in a, a race space, to get into space. Whooped their ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I guarantee you that back then, all the money that was spent on that, people thought that's the end of America with this money that we're going to oh, that we're spending. Uh, <laughs> and the space the space money is so minuscule compared to the other money that's spent on all these programs that gives it away to the people and all these goofy. We're studying the uh, sexual habits of of every bug and every African and. Every every critter around the world, you know, that costs a lot yeah. of money when you add it all together. So, yeah. uh, you know. uh, Ghost Tactical wants to hear from Clover Tack. He wants to know that he's alive. He looks pretty pink to me. I'm looking at him right there. I'm here. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's trying to get a worded edgewise. Oh, I, was actually, I was actually seeing if there was any data on what was. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Well, look at Look Wait, are you gonna talk facts? We don't want facts. Look, look at the technology. Oh, that, who do you think we are? Okay, okay, two dollars. They spent two dollars. <laughs> look at the technology that came out of the space program. That's what I was gonna say. You're I mean, still seeing the effects of that, and you can't you can't, can't deny that. that. Velcro, huh? freaking Velcro. Velcro. Without, yeah. I mean, could you imagine not being able to do that anymore? That's got to be worth <laughs> at least uh, at least a couple billion dollars right there, right? 
Yeah, no, that, no shit. I mean, Velcro. No, that's not even a joke. Velcro, Velcro. That's amazing. from the space program. Or <laughs> yeah. aliens that landed in Roswell. However you yeah. want to do it. Yeah, you know. one of those. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about it, yes, that's what I was going to say, man. All this money that we spent in the space program back in the fifties and the sixties, right before that, everything that we went through to capture those German scientists and the other scientists who were able to come along and 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 help make this happen, right? I mean, if you looked at the movies, there was some. There's lots of people involved in this. I think remember there was a movie that came out recently about uh, these young black women that had something to do with it because they were all well, they were mathematical the math, math, mathematicians. Yeah. yeah, that was that was kind of a, yeah yes. And and I'm not saying that facetiously. We all got into this. We spent a ton of money, but we did not suffer. Nope. We did not suffer. If you look at um, Russia and America, I think America won that one. Hands and, down. Well, that was and, part of the that was part of the strategy to, right. to break Russia. And well, that's how you, you that's how Reagan during the Cold War, the end of the Cold War, we just outspent them. They yeah. couldn't yeah. keep up with us. So their their economy collapsed. They couldn't. They even with all their satellite countries and the East Germans and all these these places, they couldn't keep up. They couldn't no. feed no. everybody, pay everybody, and and they just couldn't do it. Yeah, all the people they they convinced to become communists, including where I was born in Guyana, you know, in Cuba, you know, all these places with all, incredibly intelligent people and all that kind of stuff. Russia couldn't get better genes than us. They 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 couldn't and they couldn't make Levi's. They couldn't make Nikes. They couldn't make a freaking refrigerator, but no, they could but build they a hell of a build a hell of a tank. Now. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't put your beer in a tank and keep it cold. But, um, yeah, they couldn't build a car, a decent, like, automobile for people. They had to, right. they had to bring Fiat in to build Ladas. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did get the first dog in space. We got well, a, Yeah, yeah. And that dog didn't come back right. probably alive either, did he? Uh, Sputnik. Yeah. <laughs> that was Lottie. Micah was the first dog was, in space. Oh, what, no, wait. So who was Sputnik? That's the satellite. Oh, that's the satellite. What am I thinking? Leica what was the was name the of the dog? Leica? Leica. Okay. Because I think I saw that dog in like uh, Avengers or one of those movies, right? Yeah, so he's floating, around. Yeah. he's floating around out there in space. He's been morphed in cyborg or if whatever. You, if now. you look at the Russian space program, they sent guys up there with on the you, – you think our guys were um, going doing things in a crazy way? The Russians sent them up there, and they didn't give a shit whether they came back in one piece or not. Yeah, you know, they yeah. just set them up, and you come back alive. That's good, comrade. You go again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think right there, you have to look at that and extrapolate that, and think that we are now on the tail end of that. As we sit here in the middle of 2018, it's we are on the tail road. end of what we did back in the 50s mm -hmm. and the 60s. Right? We're on the tail end of that because we're not developing shit anymore. Well, we are, but it 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 doesn't all get used. I mean. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of things still being developed and worked on, but um, you got to yeah, get I don't, I don't, you got to get past this thing that we can't afford it stuff. Um, I think necessity is the mother of invention, and the stress and the pressures that you put yourself into in situations like that is what pushes us to push the boundaries. And there's lots of things. I mean, no no joking aside, other than Velcro, we've got Tang. <laughs> You got you know, every freaking thing. You, you got, got all microwaves. You got yeah. You got some. all your all your integrated circuit technology. The stuff started all with the space program. All that stuff yeah. was a, a yeah. part of that. Yeah. So yeah. What were you saying, Joe? Freeze dried ice cream. I mean, space ice cream. Heck yeah! You ever have that yeah. stuff? That's not good. good. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that wait? Is that the little is that the little balls of ice cream or something? No, they're like they look like an ice cream bar that's just been dehydrated. Oh no, yeah. I've never had that. Really? What? 
No. Where have you been? <laughs> no, I, I've never had that. I've never you had got, that. You, I, 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 how? Get on, get on the interweb and order some, damn it. Oh, yes. my God. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, my friends at Fort Scott Munitions are reminding me of Leica. Leica, there's the dog. Yeah, Leica, that's true. Yeah, 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 Leica. yeah. They sent monkeys and dogs and, you know, we yeah. did all that stuff, too. Yeah, but well, a lot of things came out of this, man. Uh, computers got better. Um, you Face know, hmm. uh, communications all, got better. Roswell. That's all Roswell. That has nothing to do with the space race. Come on. <laughs> no better than that. Amazon Prime free shipping. I found, uh, found, one found it. Which ready to eat. Oh man! All oh, right. look at look at it. We're gonna ship this to y'all. You're breaking up a little bit there. You broke up, Joe. We gotta get him on the space force. We gets a good internet connection. Yeah, I need better internet. I don't know what's going on here. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my interwebs. We gotta get so you at least one of, the kid, one of the kids at your house is right now on the internet. <laughs> which, by the way, we are able to do this show to go live because of the internet. And computers and everything, all the things that came out of the space program. Pretty much, yeah, if you want to be. Well, um, the whole interweb was a military program um, to start with. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, go ahead. I did. did, Well, I've run some numbers here. That's what I was doing. We were talking about funding, right? Okay. At the height of this space race going to the moon, late 60s, mid to late 60s, that was roughly about 5%, a little over 5% of the U.S. budget, right? Okay. Um, if you look at the budget, and these are numbers according to the 2010 census, uh, we've got 20% in defense and security. Safety net programs account for 14. Medicare, Medicaid, uh uh, the chips program, twenty-one percent, six percent interest in debt. There, hmm. all of those can be cleaned up to find five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Easy. That's it's it's that's an excuse that doesn't work. Like when you when you run the numbers like you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the thing. That's the thing. All the people during the space program, thousands and thousands of people were employed working on that. And we're not talking about like McDonald's jobs either. We're talking about you know engineers and and stuff like that. And and. Look, I saw someone. People are sending me pictures. That's from Spaceballs. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think that's for Mike. And then this looks like a stormtrooper right there, right? Stormtrooper. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Walter. Didn't mean no, to. But, but I was going to say, and 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 even when I mentioned McDonald's, it all trickles down to, and I that's a bad word for the libs. Trickle down, mm-hmm. but it actually works yeah. because you know if if I'm making 200 grand working in the space program, I'm going to go buy a new car. I'm going to get my car washed by some dude that's working mm-hmm. for himself. So it all trickles down back into the economy. So it's yeah. all good, man. I think, I think we, we need, we, first of all, I think there's lots of practical reasons that we do need to have a space force. We could joke around about it. I know there's tons of memes. I was enjoying the memes out there, you know, <laughs> but I think we do need to have this because we need something where we all realize that we're in this together and we're either going to wait for like a huge tragedy to befall the country. And, and I know there's terrible things happening. You people haven't seen shit yet. Well, you know? So uh, I, listen, trust me, I was there. I was it. I was in New, New Jersey, New York at 9-11. We haven't seen anything yet compared to what could happen. So we're either going to wait for something bad to happen here or we're going to come to a realization that there's a bunch of different reasons why we need to do this. Notwithstanding the fact that like, you know, what what the guy from NASA was saying about China and Russia. I mean, didn't China just uh, destroy one of its own satellites as a test? Probably. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they've already the, the, as, the Chinese, as to show us they could do it. The Chinese have already had a space station up, a small one, just to pe- put people up there and test out their systems. All you got to do is have you got to launch a, a small space station and something simple as a small little satellite that has some kind of guidance in it, and you decide to hit Hank Strange's house, it'll <laughs> freaking probably leave a three hundred foot crater when it hits the hits your house, man. So it's, yeah. It's, there's a bunch of different things. Look, right now, all this, and I'm not saying that I'm for um, a lot of what's going on. I, I, I'm pro technology, right? I like te- I like technology and things. I like technology and cars. But the cars and everything that we're shifting to, I've talked about this before, and then people told me I was making them pretty uh, depressed. But the cars we are going to are electric cars. I'm just telling you guys. And I'm not talking about in the future. I'm talking about like five years from now, lots of companies out there are going to be making electric cars. That's going to be, you're going to have very limited options, right? A lot of people so, are going on a business. Yeah, well, this is going to happen. This is companies are telling us this now that they are going to electric cars. So here's the thing. There's, there's these rare earth elements, okay, that are needed to create the batteries and other things that go in these cars. There's not a lot of those. There's a reason why it's called rare earth. Well, a lot of right? that's, there's not a lot of it here, except for like in Afghanistan. And it, and yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot. Well, the Russians have a lot of of stuff. Well, we have a lot of stuff too. But you know, it's yeah. I don't know how to say this. You're gonna how, how are you gonna? The Chinese are trying to make their make make their way into Afghanistan, but you know, may the force be with them. The Muslims don't like them either. So. And vice versa. So I don't know what's going to happen there. So. But guess where there's a lot of that stuff? In space. On the moon. But very, very, a- very, 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 very costly. Yeah. But at some point, I mean, so I don't know. <laughs> let me let me find out from <laughs> no, people. Let me see. You got, you do you believe, do you, do you think we actually, do you think we actually went to the moon? That's a good question. Yeah, Everyone tell me that right now in the chat. Did we actually go to the moon? Walter, we went to the moon, um, I think seven times, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we actually, so it wasn't fake. No, it wasn't, wasn't fake. Reset. Okay. That's Walter's thing. Uh, Clover, did we actually go to the moon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You believe that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joe, did we go to the moon? I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> Joe's on the fence. I, well, the people. Joe, the people, you are you are the biggest sci-fi geek on this I show. Believed, I honestly believe we went to the moon until uh, Buzz Aldrin freaked out and punched that guy for claiming he didn't. And I can't. Right. So I mean. Okay. So wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! I don't understand the logic. You so, believe, so here's the logic, right? Okay. Uh huh. So, if if I went to the moon, let's say, or let, let's say any of the things I've done, not that I've done anything spectacular like going to the moon, but it seems like people get more defensive, right, over something that isn't true than they do if it is true, right? I mean, you got one nutball out there saying you didn't go to the moon, and you you get livid and you wind up punching him, right? Oh, it's not one nutball. It's there's a lot. Of, there's there's a lot. But in, in comparison, right? I mean, what I have no idea what the percentage of the country is, but there's probably, I don't know, at least a two-thirds, three-quarters of the population at least must believe we went to the moon. Uh, let me see. Richard Rasnick says yes to the moon. I'm looking for people. Uh, uh, Vanessa Kitty wants to know why I think we don't went, we didn't go to the moon. Yeah. Uh, Richard Hughes says the buzz punch was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you know, it is, but he looks so pissed, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's it, to hear so why would he be that angry and that? Def- I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. I, I wasn't Simon King says the moon is hollow. It's already occupied. How could, okay, the moon is hollow and the earth is flat. <laughs> That's where Hitler is. <laughs> <laughs> the moon. 
yeah. <laughs> that could be feasible. Yeah, I got your hit yeah. right here. So I, it looks like lots of people saying we did go to the moon. I think that I think that we did go to the moon. But the thing is, we don't even have the cape. Forget about going into space and, and, and doing a lot of different things. We can launch satellites for sure. We can right? go to the moon any day we want. Okay, we could technically go to the moon. If somebody else goes to right now, if we have to negotiate with uh, what's it, Kim Jong Un, if China, if we wake up tomorrow and China lands on the moon and goes, the moon is ours. We're not fucking with China. Now they got the moon. I'm just telling you something. It's not as easy. That's like that's that's for real. That's not bullshit. That can happen in your lifetime that oh, you yeah, wake yeah, up yeah, and yeah, China's yeah. like, yeah, we're on the moon. It belongs to us. Don't fuck with us. If you even try to launch up here, we will take you out. Well, then you just, you just, they, their guys on the way back have a, have a bad day. <laughs> out, out, in, out, in the, out in the outer space area, they just kind of disappear. Yeah. But guess um, what? And then what happens if like someone like uh, Obama or uh, Jimmy Carter are uh, his president? <laughs> Then what? Well, then, you know, you know. I, I think you're going <laughs> to. Then we just pull our pants down. We get we get. Well, you find out what m- getting mooned really means. Or, or getting yeah, getting done in the backside. Um, yeah. Hey, oh. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, yeah, I think you're yeah, Obama. That's an interesting subject. I think. How does a guy that that basically didn't have any money. I think you're going to find a lot of the things he did and the reason he did it because he was getting deposits in foreign bank accounts. I think you're going to find that out in the end. I don't have any proof of this now, but it just seems awfully strange. A lot of like, wait, hold on a second. We're off on why did Obama do what? Well, a lot what of the, he, 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 he shut down a lot of things. For example, the shuttle program. Who benefited from shutting down the shuttle program? The Russians did, right? I think, um, I think the Russians do benefit. But I also think 20 or 30 million dollars a, a hit, I guess, a trip or something. I, mean, I think I look, I think this you're going to think this is far fetched. I think there's okay. a bunch of other people that benefit. And one of the things that affects all of us is the price of gasoline. Right. And I think the oil cartels even benefit from that. They don't believe it or not. I'm going to tell you why I think they benefit. If we keep trying to do things like push technology forward, uh, I'm just telling I think electric cars is a lot of bullshit because most of our power is coming from like the you know from oil coal etc right so no one wants to build nuclear power plants but if we keep pushing these things forward we're going to come up with things we're going to come up with ways of doing this and doing it better that these guys know that they're you know i'm not saying that they're running out tomorrow of oil in saudi arabia but it's not forever they're not i don't think they have more than like a hundred years we have more than they do actually yeah, so I we think have a lot that more they, than they do. Yeah, but they don't really want us to figure stuff out. They don't want us to push everything forward. They want us to be dumb, dumbed down. I think there's a lot of people out in the world that want us to be dumbed down. And and when you look at it, I think when you have like progressives come in and they start dumbing shit down, people don't realize that it's for a reason. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's for a reason. They want to be able to control us. Though I really think that progressives believe in slavery. They, they definitely believe in mental slavery oh, and they right. definitely don't, I don't it, see. They, they play the game where it looks like, oh, no, we believe in the future. Yeah. The and future it's really of the, the future of socialism. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what, what do you think about this clover attack? I don't know. It looks like you're trying to jump in. Oh, I was just uh, out there in the chat. Oh, OK. 
Uh, yes. No, you know, one thing that, that we haven't hit on is, is space travel. And it's been said a lot of times that that technology developing and that testing that is a lot easier if it was done from a place like the moon or uh, a large space station or something like oh, that. You have, a, you have a, a place to launch from or start. A lot easier than having to get it into space and then go, oh, crap, that don't work, and then bring it back. <laughs> down yeah, well, it. less gravity for sure. I mean, the biggest thing that we spend like on fuel and stuff like that right now is escaping gravity, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. you got to have such large rockets to get big payloads out of the, uh, out of the the gravitational pull of the Earth. Yes. Yeah. So I think that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think that is a thing, man. That and we need to do that. We need to get out there and explore. Like, if people are really worried, if people are really worried about the planet and all, like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm not worried about the planet. Well, I really, fine. I, I seriously believe we could set off every nuclear bomb we had. We might wipe us out as human beings. We're not wiping out life from this planet. The Earth, okay. the Earth, the Earth will keep spinning. <laughs> the Earth has been here a lot longer than us humans. And yeah. The Earth will be here way after the humans are gone. So, Hells yeah, man. And uh, another 10,000, 20,000, 100,000, a couple million years from now, we'll be right back here kicking each other's asses. Every single thing is going to be developed all over again. We'll have guns. We'll have nuclear missiles. I guess. I guess. Yeah. 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 So I'm not really worried about that. But I think that if you really if if I think we need this kind of thing, if you go back to like when it was a huge deal, when people were scared of going on the ocean, <laughs> go off the edge, man. And there yeah. are people that believe there is an edge, too, by the way. So for those yeah. folks that didn't go to the moon and there's an edge, you know, don't go on a cruise. Yeah, we're not catering to flat earthers here or people who believe it. Because I, I think the flat earthers have like a whole theory about why you can't go oh, over yeah, the edge, right? Yeah, they're fucking Yeah, because for some crazy um, reason, they don't believe they don't believe the, the world is a sphere, but they do believe that there's gravity. And how does that work? Explain <laughs> that one there. I don't know. Because I've, I've talked to some guys who believe in this nonsense. And they're like, yeah, if you go over the edge, you just keep walking because of gravity. So you're just like upside it down, but you don't What's know. What's on the underside? I don't uh, listen, and then there's those that that if there's the ice wall, the ice wall keeps you from going over. So. Yes, I've heard the ice wall theory. As the well. Ice wall? <laughs> is that like a big Slurpee out there or something? What is really a big ring of ice? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because <laughs> because uh, winter's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Yeah, but well, I think. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the winter. What's winter that? will come wait, again. Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Who's coming in? Who's, oh, wait, wait, got here. Uh-oh. Wait, so there's a cat on the ice wall? No, 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 no. Oh, this, cats this, would have pushed everything this, off it by now. All right, so this to me is definitive proof that the Earth <laughs> is not flat. Because, and, and I don't know how anyone could refute this. Okay. If the Earth was flat, cats would have pushed everything, everything off. Right everything. <laughs> so I, I think I think that is proof right there. The Earth is round. Well, it's because secretly the government controls the cats. That would be their. Oh, because the gangsters are evil. Nobody. No. Okay, hold on a second. They're I evil. believe I believe that cats are evil. No, no one can control cats. Yeah. See, we've nothing. just we've just went a complete circle well, right back to the I evil have, cats. I have Exhibit B here as well. <laughs> Here's Exhibit B. <laughs> Yeah, um, cats are the most evil thing that exists. Uh, no, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some offended fans. Every time I say that, people start sending. Oh, they get pissed off. Probably. Yeah, no, they send me pictures of their cats. You know, and how awesome. Sometimes they're cats with guns. Send hag pussy pictures, okay? Send your pussy to. Oh, oh Lord. Oh. 
Jeez, <laughs> that's scarier than uh, than um, than dick than, pics. Than, uh, than what's your faces yeah. vagina? Yeah, because I because I inevitably someone's gonna send me pictures of Whoopi's vajayjay and <laughs> I you will, I will my my brain I will just explode. <laughs> Whoever's brave enough to snap that picture definitely needs some kind of medal for something, some kind of recognition. That'd be like the uh, like the Medal of Honor kind of thing. Uh, a little bit, yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I think that um, on this whole subject of, of the Space Force, I think that, that um, regardless of what they wind up calling it, I think yeah. there's lots of good reasons. And, and and guess who else I saw here that's What's also that? pro Space Force? I think I sent you this link, Walter, and I could send it to you guys oh, again yes, if you guys yes. need. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. This guy is not a Trump fan. And he's a he's a serious lefty. So Yeah, he's a serious leftist, uh, but, you know, he's an expert. In, in, and, but he realizes that there's assets out there that you yeah. got to protect. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Trump Space Force is not a weird idea. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson says President Donald Trump's idea to create a Space Force is not a fundamentally flawed idea. If the the U.S. Air Force, which currently manages all U.S. GPS and space capabilities, feels overwhelmed and can no longer handle the load as technology use in space evolves. So, uh, you know, and that's something else to think about here with all kidding aside. I mean, there's a bunch of serious things going on here because, look, right now we're the police force of the world, whether we like it or not. I'm not a huge fan. Meals on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that America is the police force to the world, especially due to the fact that when when everyone in the world needs us, we're there. And then when they get ready, they're like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Watch what happens when the. The, the mega volcano goes off. There'll be nobody running to uh, bring you a, a porta potty or anything, you know? So. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and I think that that's a, you know, that's a huge problem. If we're going to go help people out and we're not going to get any spoils for it or whatever, then, you know, yeah. that's a whole thing, but that's the position that we're in right now. Right. And America is kind of like spread thin because there's things happening all over the world at all different times. And we're worried about the stuff. And a lot of things that we do, it's not to me, not really a conspiracy. A lot of things that we do kind of always have something to do with the price of oil. Well, in a roundabout way, you got to have you got to have everything. Everything moves. Everything's got to be powered. So you got to make that power somehow. So. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why I think like, you know, this is why I think we need to push more boundaries and come up with more stuff. I don't think we're really being inventive, you know, even like with people, people think that they're being inventive because they're like, oh, let's make electric cars. When the first cars came out, they were electric cars. (laughs) Yeah. Back in the old days, they had electric cars. Yeah. I mean, the real old days. Yeah. And Edison Edison had electric car, didn't he? Back way, 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 way. Uh, Didn't he? I Most of the first cars were were battery powered electric cars, and then yeah. they realized that it was it was it was well crazy and bullshit, and they couldn't actually do it. I'm not saying it's never gasoline. Be- gasoline originally was a byproduct of of refining kerosene, if I'm not mistaken, and they almost just threw it away because they didn't have anything to do with it. So then they found, oh man, this stuff this stuff runs pretty good in an internal combustion engine. <laughs> but hell with this electric stuff. That's yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, t- I talk about this all the time. Like you said, Walter, I think we have other sources of energy here in America, but for some reason we think it's easier to just like well, 
go overseas and fight for it. And then we're like, yeah, even though we have oil and well, we have, you have this, natural gas is abundant here. You have this every America. time, every time you bring up the subject, you have these people. Well, I don't want that in my backyard. I don't want to see that oil rig from my condo. I, 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 you know, you can't, you can't disturb that gopher that lives out there. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> like, it's like, fuck that. You know, they, 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 let me tell you about the animals. Remember the whole thing about the spotted owl back in the day in California, I think it was, and lumber and timber? They found out later on that the spotted owl does not like old growth timber. They like to have the younger trees because there's more activity, there's more animals, there's more stuff going on. So that was just a big leftist um, tree hugger thing to block people from cutting down trees. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. I mean, and put people out of work. You know, and so if you can get over that thought that everything is going to harm everything and everything's not going to harm it. Nature has a way of just adapting, you know, I mean, what happened to BP oil spill was bad, right? Remember that, mm-hmm. you know, the whole world was going to come to an end. Oh, that was, yeah, that was they, the end of the world. And I mean, what, can't figure out, and- the, the brains can't figure out where all the oil went. Yeah. But here's the thing about oil. I mean, it obviously out of the ground. So what it did, it went back. Yeah. Well, yes, and obviously we refine oil and we turn it into things and all that, and then we burn it and gas is going to the air. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against science, but if you've got pockets of, of oil around the planet, one way or the other, that stuff's coming up. And how do you it's know? It's going to come up and go down and go a back. Question, a question I've always had is because, you know, as a kid, we were supposed to be out of oil 20, 30 years ago. Anyway, by the 2000s, you're going to be out of oil and you can be driving around like George Jetson in your electric car, right? How do you know it's not still being made down on the earth? You don't. <laughs> you can't. They don't know. They don't know what kind of animals live in the jungle in the Amazon, much less. Well, I mean, look at look at shale now. And I mean, now they've they've and, and what a few decades ago, they didn't understand that. And so <laughs> yeah. oil shale is a huge thing nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. I think that the, the weird thing about all of this is we've got lots of things. We have natural gas that's very abundant and it's actually cleaner than than. Um, than oil, for example, the gasoline that we're putting yeah. in our cars now, it's it's 50% cleaner. But we would rather spend, you know, we've got all these companies that already make cars that run on natural gas as well as as uh, fuel. You know, these they, these things are sold in South America, in uh, most parts of Europe, Africa, etc. And a lot of these companies, they're not going to make those for America, even though that would like make things half as clean. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to just go to electric cars and we don't have any way to generate enough electricity. I mean, if you have a rainstorm in New York City, the lights go out. Well, right. So, we, you know, th- that's the way that we're going to do things. And I really think that we're getting dumbed down a lot. And I think it's not like a it's not a fantasy thing for me. I think there's a serious, realistic reason that we have to push the boundaries and go out there and, and right. fight something bigger than us. It's what we're missing as human beings. Life is, is, is probably a little bit too easy for us right now compared to the life that our parents, grandparents and great grandparents live. You know, and I think we need challenges to keep pushing us forward. So, sure. Yeah, I agree. No yeah. Worries. So, OK, I, I I mean, I don't know. We can always come back around to this. We could probably go off to some other things. All right, what kind of weapons are we going to have in space? What's, oh, the first, what's your everyday carrier in space? <laughs> Better not have much recall. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, if you fire your gun, next thing uh, you're re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. Right. Ah! Um, yeah, well, first of all, you have to realize that it's space is not like in a movie. 
Nope. So you're not going to see an explosion because it's a vacuum. And then nobody's going to hear you scream. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing to burn. <laughs> Or you can't you you need to have oxygen to, to for something to burn, right? Yeah, so conventional ammunition wouldn't work. Well, it will, I guess. It's it well if it yeah, it's, it's gonna ignite. Yeah. It would yeah. it would if there was oxygen in the cartridge, right? Right. Or but not, if, what if it was built in space? What if your ammunition well, was actually yeah, built have in to have space? Your, your, once again your fuel would have to have a your, Powder would have to have an oxidizer, an oxidizing agent, I guess. Yeah, you just have like a, you just have an oxygen capsule in there. There you go. Yeah. Right. Remember from the '60s, if you do, um, the gyrojet pistol and the gyrojet rifle, which is basically. No, I don't a, remember that. Well, look it up. Gyrojet. I think on the. Um, You're making me look up a lot of guns today, Walter. Damn basically, it. it shoots little rockets. Right. Gyrojet right. pistol. Right. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm Correct. looking this up. Somebody just recently was test was shooting them and, and using them. I'd never seen one fired before, and it was an interesting little video I watched. Of, if you're into that kind oh, of that, stuff. this is a thing. This is a thing. Yeah, I wouldn't lie to you. Interesting. <laughs> Gyro jet pistol. This was a thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, my wife is awesome. You know what she did? She brought me a drink, and it smells like Jack Daniels. Oh. Mm, bust your heart. <laughs> hmm. And you know what? It tastes like Jack Daniels. <laughs> Also, this thing was developed in the 60s. Gyroscopic, okay, it has something to do with gyroscopically well, stabilizing. The, the, yeah. the, the round comes out in a little rocket motor in the back or the, or the powder burns and causes it to spin and stabilize itself, yeah. Yes. Why not go back to what Vanessa Kitty just put up here about using a PCP air gun in space? Why not? Because Lewis and Clark... When they had their big adventure, they used yes. an air gun. Yeah. Well, right. that way, hold on a second. Gun. Why are we thinking powder, air guns? No, you can use pressure. Yeah, just some kind of pressure to push the. Wait, yeah. Lewis and Clark had an air gun? Yeah, big air yeah. rifle, yeah. They had like yeah. a 20. Their, their, their air guns were actually, they were some of the first real assault rifles. They, they had 20 shots. <laughs> you guys are going to burn down my internet today. <laughs> 20 shots. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Lewis and Clark. Seriously, Google Lewis and Clark uh, air guns. Um, Oh god, the name is um, the name is. Uh, it's already popping up before I even. Uh oh, were those air guns British Google or French? Has figured, Google has figured me out, man. I just put in Lewis and Clark, and air rifle was the first. <laughs> I think uh, that's, that's they scary. are listening to us. Gary, <laughs> you're on a list. Wow, um, NFM treasure gun Ger- uh, Ger- Gerondi air rifle used by Lewis. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. Giridani, Giridani. Wow. Italian, French, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing, that thing was awesome. What? And it, it fed from, it had a 20 round uh, hopper fed magazine. Wow. Okay. So, why did we go away from that technology? What happened there? Um, well, well, because it took about fifteen hundred strokes of a hand. <laughs> <laughs> However, However, what what they were able to do? Um, wow! Yeah, fifty. It, 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 it's Freedom Friday, History Friday, right? So it was capable yeah. of thirty shots. Thirty shots. So what did they, what are these guys talking about AR-15s for? Well, yeah, and yeah, and and, that, and that's the thing. So when when Lewis and Clark and their little expedition were going across the, uh, were heading west, and they would run into angry uh, tribes of indigenous people, right? Nicely they would put. Nicely put. Things. Right. They would shoot things with their air rifles and 
the the Native Americans at the time had they you know they they were only familiar with like single shot things right so when they would shoot you know five ten fifteen twenty twenty rounds they just thought these things had unlimited uh, am- oh. they, they just thought they were unlimited ammunition they had no idea mm-hmm. yeah magical powers right basically yeah it was like it was like magic so um, so that actually prevented them from getting into a lot of fights. So you would load it up one time. You do your fifteen hundred pumps. I mean, uh-huh. their forearms must have been like Popeye, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, they had like uh, masturbating forearms after that. If you could do like if you could do fifteen hundred pumps, you are no joke. Because <laughs> I'm usually not a fifteen hundred pumper. I'm like a, I'm at least like you know. <laughs> Probably like about a two hundred pumps. Like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> so anyway, we needed to know. Yeah. Anyway, so they you you would actually just pump this up fifteen hundred times, and then it could shoot thirty rounds. Um. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. Lethal combat ranges of one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and fifty yards. Yeah. There's there the seal the seal technology back then not the greatest either for as far as the pump mechanisms and all that stuff. Probably had leather seals in there or something. So. Yeah. So it had some drawbacks like uh, the, it was very delicate and and a small break in the reservoir could make it inoperable. OK, so it wasn't as robust yeah. as a musket. Yeah. So you couldn't drop it and doing all that. And it says here that any soldier using it needed to be highly trained. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. I, you guys learned me something right there. I didn't know Lewis and Clark had the air rifles. Uh-huh. And they had um, well, Sacagawea, wasn't it? Oh. Sacagawea was the Indian chick that went along with Lewis and Clark, or they picked up along the way. According, according to legend, according to legend, that that could be another conspiracy along with uh, the moon landing. For all we know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. Lewis and Clark really didn't explore the West. Then. I they don't just, know. They just went to an Indian reservation and. And had their way, I guess, or or not. It wasn't a reservation at that time. It was a casino, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, that's something probably to be debated. But it's actually pretty cool. I didn't know. I didn't know about that. So, no, all right. Was- so let's um, let's see what other news things do we have here. To uh, what are the news things you guys want to get in to talk about here? Let's take a look. Um, we has could any, talk about this Strybog that Walter wanted to talk about. Yes, yes, I was going to mention that. Has anybody in the chat had any experience with the new on the market Grand Power Strybog SP9A1 nine millimeter pistol? Right, and you saw? Did you see this at Lipsy's or? I saw it at um, Palmetto State Armory. Palmetto State Armory for their Fourth of July sale. Oh yeah, that's on. God, well there goes money. Yeah, well, I, I see someone selling it. It's not, but this is uh, who's this? Grab gun. Yeah, grab a gun. They've got a little bit cheaper, but without yeah, the, the, without yeah, the price and stuff. Yeah, they're selling it for seven fourteen. Yeah. You say it's on Palmetto State Armory. Seven ninety nine. Uh, here, let me share this for folks, just so that you guys. I'm not trying to make anyone uh, buy this thing. I I I bought it purely to for development of a new stock. Yeah, but I'll I'll put this up here in the link. Um, I, think it's gonna, like, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a hot gun, actually. I think it, is. it looks a lot like a BNT. Yeah. If you guys know what the BNT, the Swiss made, uh, those are a little bit more expensive. I've seen them go from 1500 
all the way up to 2500 I think they recently came out with the lower price levels. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, free shipping too. Uh, at which, at um, Palmetto State? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, well, cool. I, um, it was a, um, what do you call that when you buy something just out of, all, out of the blue? It was uh, a... Impulse, impulse, impulse Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I've seen them before, but I've never seen one offered for sale. So I guess I didn't look hard enough. But is this a, is this a clone of the B&T? Is this no, a clone? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Like I said, to me, it looks... It almost looks scarish the way the receiver shape is, and we have the, the charging handle in the front. Okay. Um, but I don't know. We'll see when I get it. We'll go. We'll go bust some caps. See how it runs. When yeah. are you expecting it to come in? Well, I ordered it today, this afternoon, so it'll probably okay. be sometime midweek, I would imagine. And are these magazines for it uh, universal or proprietary they're type? Propri- they're proprietary. Okay, because I see there's some clear ones. I was asking Grab a Gun if they had any extras, and they did not at the time. So. Hmm. Okay. So, so what do you guys think about this? I don't know if you guys have had a chance to take a look. I think it looks cool. Yeah, I think it'll be a... It's made in Slovenia, which is former part of the Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. And those people make pretty good firearms over there, so, yeah. Yeah. It'll be all right. Yeah, um, you know, uh, the Eastern European places, man, are making uh, some badass shit nowadays. So, um, yep, we know how to do it. Um, yeah. So, I think I was, I'm, I'm trying to see where this news is. Have you ever heard of this company called Rimac? Rimac. Rimac, what they, yeah. What do they do? Um, they make a electric powered supercar. Oh, and they are in Croatia. Wait, wait. Let me see where Rimac is. I, I, I don't want. I think I have heard of that. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I can't remember if they're in Croatia or. Um, wait, let me see where Rimac is. Uh, oh, hey, look at this. Wow. There's even money in housing on immigrants and immigrant yeah, shelters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Rimac is in Croatia, and they make the um, they make an electric supercar. So I'm into cars. But they're on, you ever watch the show called uh, Grand Tour? The guys used to be in the um, in Top Gear. Yep, yep. So in one of the episodes of Grand Tour, uh, Richard Hammond is in a electric supercar and he flips it and then it goes on fire and all that kind of stuff. And they yeah. couldn't put it out. Yeah, so that's a Rimac. That that car was a Rimac, and it's made from the guy who owns the company is like 25, 27 years old or something. And uh, he developed all this technology. Koenigsegg uses his technology. A lot of it is in um, a lot of these different cars that are out there now. But Porsche, Porsche just bought 10% of that company. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the reason why I'm telling you that well, electric cars coming, like it or not. As a supercar, that's one thing. As a, um everyday commuter thing, there ain't going to be no supercar, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> Not unless you could put pedal plot power in there or something. Or sunstones. But the, you know the 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 um, the distance that you have to recharge is going up. Um, there's a there's cars out now that are about 200 miles before you need a recharge. No, I'm I'm not I'm not against it as long as it's not forced on you. Exactly. That right. yeah. that Walter nailed uh, it. I I yeah. don't have any problem with it, and and as long as the company is self sustaining, not propped up by the government. Yeah. I don't want to fund. They don't fund my business. I don't want to fund Elon Musk's, Elon Musk, yeah. electric car business because that's yeah. that's a fake business then. 
Like right. I'm not Finn against yeah. yeah, I'm not against it either. I'll, I'll I think I'm thinking about trading in my uh Audi and uh and get the what? Yeah, I don't know. A Prius? Yeah, maybe maybe I should get a Prius or something. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. No. Former, former sponsor of uh, the Hank Strange. Oh, yeah. that's it. That's where you draw the line. Bottom line. No, I'm not against it either. I think, yes, people should absolutely have choices. I actually would like to get an electric motorcycle. I think those are cool. No, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe someone out there will be, you know, be down to help me build an electric motorcycle. That'll be a fun project. Yeah. Well, amongst all my other things to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walter, I think you yeah. have the skills to do this. You have, have the, the welding. Yeah. Yeah. You have the welding skills. <laughs> I probably could. Yeah. But yeah. All I we need it, is an old bike and some, yeah. and some batteries. It, it just take a couple minutes and we'll put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> it can be done. And you get to test ride it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. So, uh, Richard yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Moobutt says he's against. against <laughs> he says against hashtag against. Yeah, he says hashtag against it. <laughs> against electric cars or going to the moon or the or, or, or I, what? I know the motorcycle something oh, like that. Okay. That was a, he just he just uh, is tripping on how I say against. So there oh. you go. I just saw um, recently on Facebook, I think it was uh, like an electric dirt bike. Mm-hmm. And that guy was doing some wild ass stuff. He would do it normally on a, on a regular gasoline powered dirt bike, but it was so quiet. Yeah, electric dirt bike would be awesome. That is a that would be a zombie apocalypse uh, tool right there. Now that's a mil- that's a military thing. The military is already messing with that. With dirt with uh, electric dirt bikes. Yeah, for like for the special forces guys. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. What? Because they're quiet. Part of it, yes. Okay. Well, they're using it with the hunting buggies and stuff now, too. Yeah. Well, see, that's like when we went to SEMA show, Walter, and mm-hmm. we what was that vehicle that we saw that was hydrogen powered? That was a Chevy um, Chevy DARPA thing, I think they're working yeah. on. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is for the special ops dudes. And I'm like, this is a million dollar vehicle. <laughs> I think it, had, yeah. it actually uses fuel cell technology. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, but this is so stealth. I'm like, I don't think the special ops dudes are going to be stealth driving around in something that looks futuristic. <laughs> you know, if they're somewhere in the Middle East or whatever, they need a Toyota. It needs to look like a Toyota. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a Range Rover. <laughs> they call those technical vehicles. It needs to be a technical vehicle. Yeah. Yes. But when they show up in this like sci-fi looking uh, Chevy is going to be like, I think those are the Americans right there. <laughs> that's Americanski, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, and those, and those like uh, hydrogen, that's really expensive right now at this yeah. point. I don't know when we're getting hydrogen is going to be cheap. Well, hydrogen itself is not expensive, but the technology to use it in automotive, yeah. automotive technology is, yeah. Yeah, a hydrogen car right now is, uh, a hydrogen car right now is about, it's, it's, I think it's a million dollars. I don't know if it came down a little bit or so. And we were talking about cars. I don't know if we segued in, in some people or whatever, but we're still talking about cars. Uh, here's a news article Lola sent me. Ford fires back after Tesla's Elon Musk calls it a morgue. Calls Ford a morgue? Yeah, that's what Elon Musk said. Oh, so, so the guy that's taking government money is calling the place that took no government money a mm-hmm. morgue? Really? Oh. Course. Of yes. course. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a Ford executive took a swipe at Tesla's production woes after electric car maker sees <laughs> CEO uh, Elon Musk called his Detroit rival a morgue in an interview with the Wall Street Journal. Musk suggested that morale among Tesla employees remains strong 
Despite the company's struggles to quickly ramp up production of the Model 3 sedan in the wake of delays. Have I'm you, telling you, there's going to be a long time before people get those things. Have you, ever, have you ever worked? Have you ever, let me get this clear. Morale remains strong. Is that is that morale of the ones that they didn't lay off? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, that's cold, but true. <laughs> have you ever worked at a company that's having problems and they, the bosses come out? Oh, don't worry. Everything's fine. You just keep yeah. doing you just keep doing your job and then. You know, we boom. boom, you're out of here. Boom, pack your bags. Yeah. yeah, that's the strategy. Like the more they tell you, oh no, everything's fine, man. Everything's, oh, yeah. that's how you know you're, I've been there. I've been in the layoff situation before and everyone knows there's a layoff and then they go, no, there's no layoffs. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't look for other jobs. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, um, the Tesla three, they're having a really hard time building those, man. It's not easy. So, I, I, once again, I don't have a problem with it. Just, I don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the government shouldn't pay for it or help pay for it either. You know? Yeah. So I think here's what he says. He says that he's feeling good about things. I think there's a good vibe. <laughs> I think the energy is good. Go to Ford. It looks like a morgue. <laughs> so uh, the remark drew a response from Ford's vice president of communications, Mark Truby, who jabbed Musk over Tesla's huge of large outdoor tent that houses a Model 3 assembly line. <laughs> no, du- no doubt the vibe is funky in that makeshift tent, but it's not bad either across the street um, at the uh, Ford Rogue plant where high, high quality, high tech F-150 rolls off the line every 53 <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds, like <laughs> yeah. clockwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the highest, I guess one of the highest, uh, the highest vehicles in sales, Ford F-150 pickup trucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, someone tell me, because, you know, I'm, I'm often historically wrong. Didn't Ford invent the freaking assembly line? Um, pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, okay. They yeah. had they had jeeps rolling off that thing during World War II the same way. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. I I don't know how Tesla. I don't. My personal because I know there's a lot of people on the stock market actually shorting Tesla. <laughs> um. And I think because okay, it looks the way that these guys are shorting Tesla looks like a lot like back in two, was it 2007 when those guys were shorting the housing market. And they kept losing money because the housing market kept going up and they were like, nope, this market is going to fall apart Mm -hmm. because of all the indications of what we're seeing. There's guys out there shorting Tesla and they're losing a lot of money because everyone's like, oh, Tesla's the future. And they're going in there and putting a a lot of money into Tesla. The problem is that Tesla doesn't have something unique in electric cars. Anyone could build electric cars and then they're going up against all these massive companies Ford's not even the biggest one. I mean, you're talking Toyota and uh, Volkswagen Group and and a whole bunch of other companies that are going to, yeah, Fiat, you know, FCA that are going to make electric cars. When those companies are kicking out cars faster than them and people are ordering uh, Model 3s, you know, I see a lot of people out there really excited because they're ordering Model 3s and stuff like that. Yeah, Tesla's inviting everyone to order Model 3s because they want your money. (laughs) They want your deposit. Uh-huh. Yeah, good luck with actually getting that car if you know. And then once you get it, the people who are actually getting those cars out there aren't very happy about it. Um, but I'm not saying that electric car thing's going to fall apart. That's why these other guys are jumping in there and they're going to be kicking some serious asses for those yeah. out there who do want to get those things. Um, 
I think a lot of that's going to backfire because we don't have an infrastructure in America to really handle yeah. that, except at home. So if you could, they've extended ranges so you can do 200 miles. So you can leave your house, go to work. If it's 50, 75, even 100 miles, you can go to work and come back home that's and then community. recharge. Yeah. yeah. But we're still we're still using coal and and uh, and fuel and stuff like that, gasoline. So uh, I guess we need to build more uh, more nuclear, nuclear power plants. Nuclear powered cars. Mm-hmm. Well, with the nuclear, you've got waste you've got to deal with. I mean, yeah. everything's going to have its drawbacks. Yeah, fusion, uh, fusion. Um, all we got to do is bury our waste in North Korea. Cold fusion. That's exactly right. All it needs cold. Somebody out there, just come on. Cold fusion. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Work out cold fusion real quick. You got a couple of hours here while we, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the, the, original, the original Tesla dude, um, he was going to transmit all the power through through the, you know, like, like radio, you know, and build these big towers and transmit the power. And that all got shut down pretty quick. Yeah, but I believe t- uh, electricity can be transmitted like that for sure. Well, well, they're already you're already able to charge batteries and stuff like that to an extent, you know, with those contact chargers and stuff. That's true. So. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of things behind. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into another like another. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want to live next to the transmission tower, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could get a little uh, hair raising, I guess you'd say. What like the electricity being? <laughs> you, know, you ever heard of the big, the big, you know, high high tension wires buzzing when the humidity is real high? Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd be hair raising until it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine when that's weaponized? <laughs> like you're sitting at home and they're like, "Yeah, we don't like this guy." <laughs> Whole neighborhood gone. He's out of here. Uh, you know. Um, but they use like you were talking about fear policies. They use a lot of like fear mongering and stuff like that against. Uh, against uh, the actual Tesla when he was around. So Keanu Reeves discovered cold fusion in the movie Chain Reaction? Really? <laughs> That's got to be real if he did that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay. He's, he's such a great shot. How can he not be, how can it not be real? <laughs> you never saw that movie? You never no. saw that movie? Oh, okay. That's all right. That's an all right movie. Okay. okay so, Joe, you got, we, let's try to like uh, bring this back on the, on the track. <laughs> back into space. Yeah. Do you, wait, you want to go back to space? No, no, we can go anywhere you want. No. Okay. All right. Joe, do you have some uh, some some serious news, Joe? I'm going to fire and flood. Yeah. Serious news. Yeah. Um. No. Not <laughs> I got really. quiet. No. <laughs> I got news. You know, I guess it depends. Are you talking like news, news, or just like news? Oh, well, forget it. It's Friday. It doesn't have to be serious. What it you could got? be anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. One of our barn cats gave, gave birth. Breaking news just just happened uh, in the past hour. One of our barn cats gave birth. Wow! Four four new kittens. Um, you know, a bit a, a big middle finger to our vet who refused to spay that barn cat because she was <laughs> too young. But yeah, great. Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. Who's too young now? Uh, <laughs> never too young. Time. Never too young, my friend. <laughs> Lots uh, of people have uh, died on that sword. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So you got cats. Are they coming in the house? Um, they, they're in the house right now just so that they're, you know, they don't, I don't know. Everything works out. Okay. They're kept in they're They've got them in the spare bathroom. Just kind of so mama has, you know, clean enough environment for, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm letting my wife and the girls handle that. 
Okay. So they're going to, they're going to get back outside. I don't want uh, the barn cat and four, uh, four kittens in the house. I'm not, I'm not going to be a crazy, uh, crazy man like that. Yeah. I mean, do those even get along with, cause you got a German shepherd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How does that work out? <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it works out. Okay. He, uh, you know, we, we, I don't know what the, I would assume with the kittens too, but with the cat, um, you know, we got two outside cats uh, that live in the barn and um, they, I wouldn't necessarily say they, they get along, but he doesn't mess with them. He knows they're part of the, the farm here and he doesn't mess with them. So. Right, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have a treaty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't let him mess with them and he doesn't, he doesn't really seem to be too interested in messing with them anyway. Cause you know, they've, there's been some kind of cat here since he's been brought here. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he knows. That's good. But the cats are good outside, man, because there's a whole bunch of uh, rodents yeah. outdoors yeah, yeah. that they're, that they can stop from coming indoors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, it, well, you live too pretty rural. I mean, there's there's always mice and field mice out there. And if you don't have predatory animals out there, it doesn't matter how many baits and traps and whatever like, else. Yeah. The just the 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 deterrence factor of having, you know, alpha predators, you know, for mice anyway, you know, an alpha mice predator out there roaming around uh, goes a long way to keep a lot of those things away. Okay. All right. Very cool. Um, yeah. So uh, Lola sent me this article. I don't know if you guys could see this, but basically um, this article says plastics pile up as China refuses to take the West recycling. So this is an article in the New York Times, London, ever since China announced last year that it no longer wanted to be the world's garbage dump, recycling about half of the globe's plastic and paper products. Western nations have been puzzling over what to do when the ban went into effect, which it did on January 1st. The answer to date, in Britain at least, is nothing. <laughs> uh, at least one waste disposal site in London is already seeing a buildup of plastic recyclables and has had to pay uh, to have some of it removed. So why the hell... Why do we have recycling and we don't process the recycling here? Because, because it's all feel-good stuff. It doesn't have – look, paper, it's cheaper to make new paper than it is to recycle paper. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. We have plenty of trees. Go up the north – go outside your door and look around. You see a pine tree? Behind your house. That's right. you got a freaking tree farm behind <laughs> your house, man. Yeah, that, I do. That's, that's like that's like a hundred year supply of toilet paper back there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, and uh, I could use all of that toilet paper in the next hundred years. <laughs> well, if you're around for hundred years, it's yours. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, yeah that, that's the thing about recycling. I don't have a problem with that either, as long as there is a a need for it. You know, like cardboard. Cardboard recycle. China is one of China's biggest things is is cardboard because everything comes back here in a box. Mm -hmm. And they don't have enough trees to make the cardboard, so they import tons and tons and tons of cardboard for recycling. But, um, yeah, it's all feel-good stuff. You're supposed to feel good because your plastic went off to become something yeah. somewhere. Yeah, what were you saying? What were you saying, Clover? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't understand why a lot of the companies don't, you know. Uh, you know, I know that, uh, you know, soda bottles and stuff like that used to have, you know, you get a nickel or you got whatever, right, for turning them in. And and a lot of the companies reutilize that stuff, repurpose that stuff. So I don't know why some of the recycling doesn't fall back onto the companies if that's something that they want to push. And then they handle that rather than trying to, 
you know, the consumer trying to outsource it to somebody else. Well, that's what I thought was happening. I thought we were recycling and and because in, in places in America, you get fined for not recycling. Right. And there's all this uh, stuff going on around recycling. But I thought that okay. this stuff went back and they use it to make more bottles and they used it to make cars and. Okay, Hank. What the hell's going on with that? Do you want Do you want that smelly recycling plant next to your house? I don't care. Oh, you would. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> you would because who wants Who wants to have a that's uh, like like having a sewage plant next? To I got house. a lot of. Well, I mean, where I personally live is not that bad, but I've got a lot of smelly recycling um, opera, uh, things around where I live. It's called cows. Well, chicken. no, actually, yeah, you have those. Well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's natural. Yeah. Come on, and their recycling is pretty smelly. No, but what, kind of my thing about recycling is it's always been a feel good thing. It's supposed to make you feel good that you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a war going on, so you don't. There's not like where you're, you're helping the war effort or you're. Yeah, but you know, if we have this much plastic building up, we can do things with this. I'm it's seriously. called a fire. Well, not not just that, man. We can, use it, it. Build, I, we can use it to build things. We can, you know, we can recycle oh, it and make it and use it to build things. No. I, I've talked to people that do plastics and, and recycle plastic. You can only do so much with it. It's okay. not like, and you and you can't mix all these different types of plastic because they don't get along. Molecular okay. structures and all that monkey business, they're not the same. So certain things work for certain things, but other things are not necessarily too needed. To so I have the solution for this. What? This is a job for the Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> yeah. This so we can turn, we can turn, we can, we can turn <laughs> recycled plastic into rocket fuel. Yes, but yeah. also the Space Force can take all this junk and put it up in space. You know, listen, a couple of space uh-huh. dolphins might die. Space <laughs> yeah, the space <laughs> whales and space polar bears will suffer. <laughs> Couldn't they make like a trash moon or something out of it? <laughs> yeah, let's make one big mass. Like a Death Star made out of old out of, out of straws, yeah. Yeah, like Legos. And soda bottles and aluminum foil, and yeah, sure, yeah. The, the, I bet you if we make a, sp- a plastic spaceship and float it off into space, when aliens come across that, they'll be like, screw this. We don't want anything to do with those guys. <laughs> They're too messy. We're gonna- yeah, we're not going to mess around with them. We'll leave them alone. <laughs> we're not going in the direction that this thing came from. Well, there's, a, there's a commercial I've seen on the TV here locally where they talk about I think it's Sweden, and they said the Swedes know how to do their stuff. They burn their they burn their garbage for fuel, which we oh, do. Yeah. We do that here locally too, by the way, mm-hmm. in Pinellas County. They burn it, and there's an incinerator, and they create electricity with it. Mm-hmm. That's a fuel. There's What's one. There's a place like that. Um, That's true. Not too far from me. I, I say not too far. It's probably an hour hours drive or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a power facility, yeah. and they burn all kinds of stuff. And, and the, they've got they've got filters in place yeah. and all of that stuff that you know filters out what's I mean, not that's supposed what people to get in the air. And, people don't realize there's all kinds of regulations to scrub the exhaust to get the bad stuff out of the out of the exhaust. Same with coal fired power plants. Oh, coal's terrible. You're gonna die. No, it isn't because for 40 years we've had regulations that that, that clean the the exhaust coming out of the coal power plants. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. burn it. Make electricity. Yeah. Listen, there, there, I mean, realistically, there's a lot of things to be done with it, but I think we're at the point now where, like you said, all this feel good stuff is not really, is not really doing anything. I mean, so. in, in recycling a steel, steel gets recycled, aluminum gets recycled, copper, all the metals, 
all get recycled. But when you come to plastics and paper and all that, glass, even glass, glass, you don't, you know, glass is sand. Mm. You know, really, I mean, it's, they don't collect glass here. They do in the recycling. For a while, they didn't because they didn't have anybody to take it, mm-hmm. to redo it. You know, there wasn't a, there wasn't a, a, a facility close by that could re, remelt it and reuse it. So it yeah. costs more to ship it to the, the place than make the glass from raw. The government is calling Walter right now. No, I think he's telling me what to do, so that's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> he says I'm talking too much, so. Oh, no, that's good, man. I, I've got, you know, I've got no problem if, with if, uh, anything um, that you're saying. No, I got to do is just tell me to shut up. And I'll be all right. No, you're not. I don't think you're I don't think you're talking too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think have- if I was the president, I would make you the czar of plastics. Well, once yeah. again, I, like I said, I, it's like it's like electric cars. If you can find good uses for it, I'm all for it. Boom. If you can save some money and, you know, and and, and you know, let's do it. But if it's just there to to make um, you think you're doing good things, then I don't you know, there's a lot better ways to do get feel good than to do that. So mm-hmm. you know, let's go to the moon or something if you want to feel good. Yeah. And I'm seeing, by the way, for all I'm seeing news, speaking of uh, we were talking about Tesla and all that stuff. Um, if you're ordering the Model 3, they want an extra $2,500. Oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> I gotta, somebody's got to pay the rent on that tent, right? Yeah, they will need this. Is, I'm just reading headlines. Tesla will need an additional $2,500 to confirm your Model 3 order, please. Why are people ordering, ordering these things? I don't get it. Oh, hey, wow. I, yeah, who is that? I know, I know a few folks who have, uh, who have, who I, I know a couple of people who actually have Teslas and, okay. um, they are really fast and they are really cool. I mean, they got that going for them, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to knock anyone's car choices. I think you can have whatever you want. Yeah. But what I mean, I, I, it's, it's not, it's not for me. I like my Jeep. Um, you know, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. At the same time, I'm, I don't know. I, I think we pretty much covered it. It'd just be a roundabout way of coming right back to it. So, I mean, it, it is what it is, right? I mean, it's. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would feel a lot I'm more like other people, people said if it's the free market that 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 was driving everything and there wasn't anything else behind it. Yeah, I, it's a lot like um, I don't know if I'm using the right wording here, but it's a lot like a Kickstarter, a lot like a Kickstarter where you pay for some new tech gadget right, right, and right. before you actually get it, you know, well, so I'm not I like cars. And as I've said before, I, I would love to build an electric car, to be honest with you. I would love to do all these kinds of things. I don't know that I necessarily have the skills. I'm into these things. I'm not knocking anyone for it. But if you really want an electric car, there's a bunch of options out there. Why would you go for this dream for the Empress clothing of something <laughs> that they cannot manufacture? They're building it literally in a freaking tent. Do you think the dude you might have some QC problems here because the dude in the tent is going to faint? <laughs> it's it's to make it. I think it's it's more to make a statement. You know, it's right. the same thing. I mean, think about think about the people when the newest iPhone comes out that stand in line at the Apple store or whatever for two days. They camp out um, and they could have either pre-ordered that or walked in there a week later and bought one. Right. Mm-hmm. But is there something about standing in line and getting it the day it comes out at the store that makes them feel good or makes them feel like they I don't know, they've got the latest, greatest, newest thing. 
It's it's more about them than it is anything. Okay, yep. so it's like the exclusivity Maybe. Of, of the whole I, thing. I think there's lots of good yeah. options out there. That's what I'm saying. I just think there's a lot of good options. Even if you want electric, I think there's a lot of good options out there. Yeah, I was doing electric um, 500 for a while. I don't know if they still are or not, but. Yeah. Mm. I don't know oh. if I've ever seen, but the, we're going to get all that stuff coming. And, and, and look, if it's practical, if, uh, if it's sexy and all that kind of stuff, if it's got power and all of that, I get it. You know, I'm not knocking anyone for it. It just seems like, uh, there's a little bit of bamboozling going on here, <laughs> especially when they cannot actually build these things. You know, the, the free market is not really working here. This is like a government subsidized vehicle that, I mean, how, how long are we going to keep doing it? And do you envision that Donald, like in the Trump administration, is going to come along and Same. give these guys the billions of dollars more that they need to build factories? I don't know that they're going to be able to build those factories here. They're probably going to have to build them in China. You know, and, you know, to build stuff in China, you have to give them your technology, first of all. And then that still takes five years to set up. That's why they're building it in a tent here. Yeah. All you right. Know? So we don't, you want to talk about a car that's really cool? Sure. Yeah, on Fox News, 1962 Ferrari worth $45 million may set auction record. Oh, my God. A 1962 yeah. Ferrari GTO, 250. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm pretty sure I know exactly what that looks like, but I'm going to go search it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they because think it might go for forty-five million. For, uh, I think so. I think the. How would, the like to, how would you like to get the cut off of that? As Sotheby's is probably like going, yeah, take the forty-five million dollar credit. Um, what is it? A GTO? Yes, two fifty GTO. Two fifty GTO. Because I think the most expensive car sold so far was a Ferrari for like thirty-six million. So I think they're talking about that here. Yes. Um, yeah. It's thirty-eight point one. 38.1. Yeah. Okay. In, in awesome. 20, in 2014. Yeah. These are sexy. These are sexy Ferraris. Yeah. You know, I, that was a good investment for whoever has it. Like, uh, I don't know if that was restored or, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of guys that collect these cars. They basically buy the car, put it in storage and they buy actually multiple cars, put them in storage over there, uh, for just, 20, 30 years. Just pay the power bill. Yeah. So that, here's a good question to ask everyone to get everyone involved here. Um, what, what is your dream classic car? Now, bear in mind, bear in mind that, um, in today's time, a 1980s car is pretty like seventies and eighties are close to classic. So don't feel bad about saying something from seventies and eighties. What's your dream car? Uh, let's start with Joe. Let's get him involved in here. Joe, what's your dream classic dream car? You know, I've never really been a car person. It's never really been my All thing. Right, what's your, what's your, what, what kind of Jeep you want? Um, <laughs> well, you, know, got, you got a Jeep, right? Well, there's I, always a Jeep. I, I do. I have a Grand Cherokee Overland. Um, nice. And That's actually I, nice. I like those. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's uh, 2014. I had 130 some odd thousand miles on it now, and it is my the favorite vehicle I've ever owned. I absolutely love it. It is fantastic. And well, let's, let's pull the stock axles off it and throw some Unimog axles on it and get that sucker up in the air. <laughs> yeah. No. So 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 here so here's why I went with that. Um I went with that because I wanted something I drive a lot. Like I said, it's 2014. I bought it with a handful of miles on it and it's got 132,000 miles roughly, something like that. Um so I wanted something that was capable and that would uh, be a joy to drive, would, wouldn't 
You know, I wouldn't go deaf driving down the highway all the time. Um, and you got winter. You got winter to deal with too, right? And winter, and I have to say that um, the sensor track control track, whatever the 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 all time four wheel drive thing, you can switch it into you know different you know snow modes and all kinds of stuff. It does the best out of anything I've seen on snow and ice. It is it is unreal how well it does. Um, so. I like that because when I if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. So if I stay home and somehow there's a snow day or something, I don't get paid. So I got to go. I, I, if I don't work, I don't eat. Um, so that's mm-hmm. one reason why I got it. Along that same lines, you know, what would be really cool to have one of the old like Scout Internationals. Oh, that's yeah. what, I, I'm I'm not even bullshitting you. I wish I could show you my screen right now because that's what I was looking at. You're looking at a Scout, really? I, I swear, I swear on my screen. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna take you a know, picture. I'm gonna take a picture of my screen right now because you guys don't believe me. But you know that's the, what that's what I was looking at here. Let me show you. Do you know how the scout came about? Um, no, but I was looking at a show with these. See that? The scout. There they are. Okay. Yeah, those are so awesome. They're better than the Bronco. The scout, the early Bronco, and one other one were a result of a military requirement for a utility vehicle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was International's thing, the International Scout. Um, so which one's, which one's easier to get nowadays? Is it the Scout or the Bronco? Neither one are tough to get a good one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Especially you, what, if, it's, it's, you said it's tough to get a good one or easy? Either one is hard to get a good one. Oh, okay. First thing, because they've been, especially Broncos are really hot. That's people, old Broncos, they buy that shit up real quick. And the Scouts, would, ones, they rust pretty good, so... They all rust good, but um, yeah, it's it's. They didn't make as many international scouts as they did Ford Broncos either, so that's another yeah. another thing too. Oh, okay. I I could swear I was looking at a show, one of these car shows where they were rebuilding a scout or something like that, and they said it was an entry level way, but well, yeah, but I, I don't it, see them that like we never see the scouts. We don't see the scouts that much at the car shows. Yeah, you don't see too many of them in Florida. Um, I I had a friend that growing up, he had a scout. They, it was his. It was his brother's and his brother. He got it from his brother, and we went. We used to use that thing. Had a V eight. It got it got around good. You know, it's a good mm-hmm. vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of more than a couple um, um, liquor infused uh, nights riding around in the scout. So, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. That helps with the humidity. Helps with yeah. The that's humidity. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. I think the Overlander is cool too. Uh, the other thing with that, Joe, is Overlander man. That's a zombie apocalypse vehicle. Overland? Yeah, the Overlander, the the Cher- you said you have a uh, what oh. is it, Grand Cherokee Overlander? Grand Cherokey, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that you could live in that thing. Yeah. Uh, well, so, yeah. so after Shot Show uh, this year, I flew out there on a Tuesday morning. I flew back late Wednesday night, and I actually folded the seats down and slept in the back of uh, slept in the back of it. So you can do it. I did it that night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was froze to death. Yeah, one one person could do it. Yeah, I mean, two maybe two friends, but yeah, yeah, yeah. not necessarily the whole family. Okay, let's yeah. find out from Clover. I'm I'm coming to you, Walter, and your thing. No, it's all those right. those are some good choices, Joe. Like those, uh, Clover. What's your? Uh... I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not a huge car guy to be honest with you. I mean, I see them more as a utility thing than anything. But okay, um, you know, probably '67 Mustang. You know? Okay, sixty-seven. Why, why the sixty-seven? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I just like the lines on that. That it doesn't necessarily have to be a sixty-seven, but that's fastback or regular. 
Fastback, definitely. Fastback, yeah. You know, you can buy brand new bodies now for those cars. Yeah. yeah. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. You can build, you can build, um, you can brand build up one of the new. shells of those for like 20,000, right, Walter? Yeah, it was, was about 20, 20, yeah, yeah. 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 So you can build like no rust. Uh, was it Ford that's making them, right? Uh, uh, it's another company, but they're Ford licensed. Yeah. 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 So we saw those at, uh, I think we have a video with that. We saw it at SEMA, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you technically can build a brand new vehicle. I mean, you know, have a pretty badass one at that. So yeah, you can you can build. Uh, it's a '67, the one from from Bullet. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. So someone will have to tell me in the chat. My favorite Mustang is the Mach One. I have to say, but I'm a '70s. I was born in the '70s. Uh, will Killer Killer says Group B. Group B. Oh, okay. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the Mach One, so awesome. The Mach um, One Mustang. From, it was in Diamonds Are Forever, James. Yeah. I had a friend that had a '69 Mach One. And that car, when he got it, was badass. And he just run that thing till it was ragged. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, the, if he had that car now, it'd be one of those cars that come up for auction for like 170, 75,000, 100 grand. Wow. And, and last time I saw it years ago, it was just like, it was a Hulk. Mm. You know, it just wore the fuck out. <laughs> oh. so. I know um, I was going to buy a Mach 1, a 19, I think it was a 1972. I was going to buy a 1972. Uh, Mach 1. Lola refuses to let me buy old cars because I don't really have mechanical skills. So she does not like the idea of all the money that goes into them because I get something old and I have to fix it up. And I don't actually have the skills to save any money by do it like actually wrenching it on it my own. You know, Walter I, I, knows this. Yeah, I don't want to use a bad, I use a term like for boats, it turns into a black hole. So yeah, uh, yeah. it sucks every, every bit of money you got to right down into the thing. Everyone I've ever done, I've gotten, you know, I've done about 20 or maybe 30%, got about 20 or maybe 30% into the restoration and then ended up selling it. <laughs> okay. you, get tired, you get tired of messing with it or you just get well, bored? I mean, I'm just, it's just one of them things, yeah, I, I would, but it would end up, I would get an offer that was more than what oh, I had. Oh, in okay. it. And That's it's cool. like, Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'll yeah. take the check. Thank you. Because okay. and in te Texas is a good place for cars, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of rust and stuff on, on things around here. So, yeah. 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 So how many of those projects have you come across that you've like started it and then and then moved on? I've done about four. Okay. About All four. right. Okay. Lola, if you're listening, see, I'm not. It's not just me. This is a this is probably a dude thing. I don't know. I don't want to discriminate against the ladies. I'm sure there's some ladies out there that get involved in this. But Jesse Combs. Jesse Combs. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that dudes do the most often. <laughs> what, spend a lot of money on cars? <laughs> yeah. So I, I know. I know the hard way. All right, Walter, what's yours, man? Well, you know, my one addiction is military vehicles. Mm -hmm. So, but as far as cars go. That's not your one addiction. I take. I, I, well, yeah, I order guns. Not I order yeah. guns on the whim, too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, cars are hard because I have a a vast wide interest in, in cars. So if I ran across a 69 Mach one in good shape and it was a good buy, I'd buy it. If I ran across a, an old Porsche that was in decent shape, I'd buy it. So, Oh yeah. I, wow. I, yeah. I, Porsche. Yeah. That'd be nice. As a, as a youngster, I wanted to get a 914, a six cylinder 914. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time they were relatively affordable for still, but now they're like nutty. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, I, I don't have. Well, I have a. I think I, I think the the guy that actually owns the studio that I'm renting from, I think he has a 914. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I would had it I'd, for a while. I I can see a new suburban coming up in my future sometime near. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's the suburban is. It's just a, that's a tool. Yeah, you're not going to get a Bronco because I think they're going to put out they're going to do a new Bronco. Funny you mentioned Bronco when we were talking about the Scout. When I see the new Bronco, I see an old Scout. Mm. It's got that same kind of rounded look to it. Um, yeah. The only problem with that is really not going to it's probably not going to work for you because I think they're going to be two doors. So yeah, I got to have something that can haul some stuff. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Spencer or something. Be, But, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I don't believe in buying uh, new cars for the kids. That's for me. Well, you know what happened to the first one he got, right? Yes. <laughs> a low, low, low mileage, 40,000 mile car. And first day of school, he pulled out in front of somebody and. Yeah. The wheel so, got, <laughs> 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 the wheel flew off of it. <laughs> and and then so Spencer, what and then what did you get Spencer, Walter? Well, after well, that? well now he has a, actually has an old um police car, a Malibu. Yeah. Uh, an interceptor basically. Interceptor sixty thousand yeah. miles, low mileage too. And that yeah, because that's totally logical. <laughs> but he doesn't run it like that. No, I know, I know. I mean that car gets up and goes too, but I think that first accident probably put the fear, (laughs) like a good, healthy amount of fear in him. (laughs) The airbag went off and everything on that one. So, yeah. 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 That that probably straightened Spencer right up. So I want you guys to Google to look this up right now. Open up a window and look this up. This is going to be mine. Okay. this is this is like what I because, you know, Joe stole my idea. The International Scout. Joe took that one. But I do have backups because I like a lot of different cars. Yeah, because I, if I found an International Scout sitting, I'd buy that. Yes. I mean, but if you if you find one of these, Walter, and you don't get it, we are going to have words. <laughs> what, Search that? for the Volvo P1800, my friend. It's not Volvo, the round one, is it? Volvo P1800. You oh, guys oh, should I, look I that I know what you're talking about. Look that car up. If you've ever seen, like, I, I was a kid. I, I lived in England when I was a kid. Like a James Bond car. Uh, it's the Saint. The Saint. It's, it's, like a, a, it's a fastback, right? Yeah. It was yeah. from the Saint. They, that was a very popular uh, British uh, show before James Bond kind of thing. And actually, Roger Moore was the Saint. And then he became James Bond. And that car is sexy. That is a sexy. But I don't think that those are probably really expensive nowadays. That is a nice looking car. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what the odds are of finding like one of those. You well, know. I don't want to encourage your um, um, activities. that will get you in trouble, but you can always check. Uh, bring a trailer. Oh, bring a trailer. Is bring that a trailer a- is a website where people sell cars and. Oh, okay. and you bring you bring the trailer. Oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, cool. Yeah. A lot of a lot of oddball stuff pops up on uh, bring a trailer. Yeah, I don't know how many of those even came to the U.S. I'm sure there was uh, some that production. Came here. Production says um, the coupe with thirty nine thousand four hundred, and the sport estate was eight thousand. Now, how many of those were in here? I don't know. Hmm. That's total production, probably. Yeah, but th- that's a beautiful. I like the lines of that car, man. That's. Yeah, That's a cool. really sexy. And here's the thing with me, though. Like, I don't believe in I know, Walter, you believe in restoring something to original. I don't. I'll put a massive engine in that. thing. It, de- it depends. If, if, I, if I if I found that car in somebody's old guy's garage and it was all original, low mileage. No. Oh, yeah. OK. If, if I found it sitting on the in the alley of some place and the motor was shot and everything. Yeah, let's blow Let's drop a uh, yeah. LS, drop a Chevrolet LS in it or something, you know, boom. Yeah. Yeah. 
That will be that will be so Tub out the back wheels, you know, put yeah. some big ass tires in the back. Yeah. yeah. I had a even on the even on the interior, I had a a 68 Pontiac GTO was one of the ones I did. And I basically put an 84, I think, Pontiac Grand Prix interior in it. Yeah. Oh. Len Holt says Auto Trader 1964, only 49,000. <laughs> uh, I, I would go. You know. Sure. I'll yeah. Know. I don't know why that made me think of this, but do you remember, Walter, when we were at SEMA show, there was a guy there that had a Prius that yes. had a Hellcat <laughs> engine in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that guy took that Prius to yeah. Jay Leno's show. I saw I saw him on Jay Leno. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw yeah. that too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, definitely that was definitely an attention getter for sure. Yeah, a Hellcat engine would be so awesome in this. Uh, you could, there's lots of choices for that one, man. You could put all yeah. kinds of things in that. Hellcat engine, man. Um, and I've seen, like, I see some pictures of, of people actually resto modding those. It, it kind of looks like if you ever looked at the Incredibles, uh, Mr. Incredible, like, yeah. what do they call it? The Incredicar or something like that? I guess. Incredimobile. Somebody knows what it is out there. It kind of looks like that. I think that's a really, really super sexy look. Well, as, as large as that engine compartment hood is, you can put a lot of stuff in there, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, a lot of engine. yeah, I could I could get lost in the quagmire of talking about cars. <laughs> quagmire all day. You know, oh, quagmire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, just as much as guns, man. I'm crazy. I'm so crazy about car, like cars, guns. Uh, uh, I'm I'm getting crazy about the watches and stuff like that again. Yeah, you no, know, because I, I, I used to be in that whole thing. But those, you know, once again, it's 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 if opportunity knocks. Who yeah. knows? That could end up with lots of different types of cars, you know. We got we, we we got the pants kicking in. He's he's right. We got seven minutes left, and and there's been very little Gorn. Oh, Gorn. okay. All right, all right. Oh. So we got to do Gorn. What do you guys have? Who's got the? Who's got, okay? Here you go, Clover Tack. I'm locking in on you. So, oh, what is that? Uh, uh, Beretta. Beretta. Yeah. Okay, but you painted it. Uh, it's hydro dipped. Yeah. Yeah, hydro dipped. There you go. It just it just went invisible. I didn't know you had invisible technology. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, that had cloak and tech. That's, that's the space stuff, son. <laughs> that's that space pistol right there. Okay, let's see what. Uh, okay, facts on the facts Old on carrier. Oh, there you go. There you go. I guess that's going in your build. It is. It is. And uh, and I got something. I got something in here to. Uh, to test it out on the right 6 on? to 24 uh, right for, for plane uh, cool. Mod 5 from uh, Right On. Okay, cool. I've never heard of that company. Right On, man. Right On. Right <laughs> exactly. On. Um, you know, they're, uh, you know, I, I, I liked what I saw before. Um, well, it really doesn't do me any good to look through it, even at six power here in the thing, but um, we'll see how this guy does. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I literally just got it in right before this so okay cool is that um, going on your new rifle build or where's that going um i don't know exactly where it's going to wind up but i am going to use it to test accuracy on both uh the spikes build i'm doing as well as just because i want to see what that uh, palmetto state armory uh freedom ar will do you know for a sub 500 rifle um, i'm going to put it on there as well so very cool very cool i don't know where it's going to wind up eventually but um yeah and while we're talking about that, shout out to Palmetto State Armory that sent me this nine millimeter pistol. Nice. Yeah. yeah so we're going to be testing this. Uh, you know, we're going to do some videos on that. 
about I, that when, bad boy, I, yeah. when I get the, when I get that new uh, thing I just ordered, we get, we have a. Uh, uh, oh, we'll have a shoot off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll have a shoot off. yeah. Uh, what else do you have, Clover? I'm giving Walter some time. What else? I know you had the Beretta there. Oh, a Bowie knife. Ooh. Nice handle. Nice handle on there. The uh, late 60s W49 Western Bowie. Oh, oh so yeah. it's a Met- Metaconsky made. No Chicom stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the real deal. Colorado made. All right. Oh, very nice. That's sexy. That's sexy. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you carry that thing around? That's no, a knife. No, no, no. That's a that's a Texas knife. That's a Texas yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. That's like a prerequisite in Texas. Yeah, I chop chop my salad up with it. Yeah, in case you uh, in case you got to shoot a rattlesnake and then eat them. Right, exactly. When you're at the when you're at the buffet, there you you use that to do your salad. Right? Yeah, if you got to chop go. that snake up into your salad, rattlesnake salad. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta cut those little uh, those little bitty tomatoes they have at the, at the in the salad bar. Do they yeah. eat salads in Texas? Come on now, I don't really believe that. I, I like salads, salads, but, but I'm yeah. gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you something about about my salad is it's so darn expensive is the problem because my salad has about 837 different ingredients in it. <laughs> uh, I got okay. kinds of lettuce and spinach and then, and then carrots, okay. three different kinds of cheeses and four different kinds of meats. And Well, yeah. then I'm not getting behind you in the buffet line. That's really yeah, that's not, I don't know that that's really a salad, but okay. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If you see me at the salad bar, just go ahead and go just around. Keep going, just fine. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Quick says I'm against buffets. <laughs> oh, okay. With the well, accent, with the accent. Buffet, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what Walter, what is this you have? It looks like a shark fin upside down. Well, I got a quiz for the audience there. Tell me what this goes on. Hmm. Is there, are there prizes involved here? Are there prizes involved here? It goes here? on a rifle. Yeah, okay. Uh, kind of, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, are we supposed to say what rifle? And here's another hint. There's a big-ass so bi- uh, big bipod. Bi- 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 All right, that's another hint. And uh, this should actually this should actually finish it off here. It's shoulderable. That's, that is a carry handle for a... Oh, it's, uh, what is that? Uh, what's that, SMG? <laughs> what is that thing? Um, <laughs> One of those things that you were shooting recently at the show, right? <laughs> that's a, that's that's a too easy. I've been shooting guns. Twenty millimeter lengthy. What did you? Okay, what did you say, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing things out. MG uh, opt out of gun control says MG forty one. No, it's for nineteen nineteen. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a, it's the oh. kit to turn a nineteen nineteen more into a ground gun. Oh, oh yeah, where's but, the rest of the where's the rest of it? Well, it, it's it's actually I thought about getting it out, but it's buried where I can't get to it real easy. So, oh, um, oh, okay. I have a semi-auto that I've never fired, so. Um, well, maybe we'll have to do that. So. Yeah, um, Richard. Uh, Richard is saying uh, FOG forty two. No, this is nineteen nineteen. Nineteen nineteen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. coming in. Uh, I have a, I have this is actually a Israeli made conversion kit. The Americans did the exact same thing, except just. Oh yeah, I see the I see the writing. The Hebrew, yeah, I see the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Hold on, let me lock. Let me wait, wait, wait. Let me lock it on you, and then we do that again. Okay, there you go. So why does it that curve there is to get more into the shoulder? Or? Right, like when you're laying down, it it sets on top of your shoulder. Yeah. Hmm. You don't have to really work it, keeping it there. Okay. As, as much, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah. yeah, they're they're cool. We'll have to we'll have to I'll have to get it out. We'll have to put it all together, and I also yeah. got a big old 
cone-shaped flashlighter for the end of the barrel, too. So. Okay, very cool. Brian Anderson says, Hank, what's the update on your diesel 4x4 RV project? That is a good question. <laughs> Don't even get Lola started on that thing. It's uh, it's still out there. I still own it, um, and it's all stripped down. I think something happened with the engine, so we had to get a different engine because there was some kind of like getting the uh, wiring and everything going to it. So, I mean, Lola is always telling me that, like, as Walter said, that's like a black hole, man. That's just, you know. So, and it's probably not helping that I went and got, like, a supercar. <laughs> that's not that's not helping anything. So, I think Lola is probably going to win that argument. On, you could uh, end on, up living in that RV if you're not careful. I could. I could. I could. That's a junkyard. It's a that, salvage yard. <laughs> that could seriously happen. <laughs> so um, I really wish I could have, I, I, I don't know, I should have probably focused on that more and I, I would have probably got it up and running. But, you know, you know how that goes. Uh, That's yeah. why her philosophy is like, yeah, you just need to buy these things. I think that was the last one she let me get away with. And that might <laughs> probably be the last one for the rest of my life. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, let's see. Joe showing us an Olight. An Olight rechargeable flashlight. Oh, um, Very I'm awesome. that the video went live on this uh, a couple days ago. I'm just going to mention it because they have their flash sale on this thing right now. It's 40 percent off till midnight. Oh, cool. Eastern. Oh, cool. OK, cool. You've got a link. You've got a link of that somewhere. Uh, I do. I do. Um, let's see. I don't know if it'll let me paste it or not. No, it won't let me do it. OK, I was looking for my Olight because I usually carry Olight on me. I guess I forgot to take that this morning. Hmm. Damn, I am without a flashlight. That's never yeah, a good I idea. It, uh, I oh, it it's 3,200 lumens. It is a bright, bright light, especially for its size. And this is like a, you know, your standard like tack light size. So it's about twice as thick. It's the same length, though. OK, uh, so let me how see. Long, how long do you get out of a? A battery charge. I'm just so um, the battery in here is a, and I can't remember what the hell the name is. It is a rechargeable 26650. Okay. So it's like a kind of elongated D battery or C battery, something like that. Right. Um, you get. Remember. Is there I different? Mean, is there different power settings on that? Or are you? Yeah. You're yeah. So you get uh, low, which is that one. Medium, I think low is 60. Medium is like uh, 400. High is 1500. And then turbo. Supernova? Is supernova, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, it's hard to, the camera's not going to. Yeah, weapons grade. Right, weapons grade is 3200 lumens. (laughs) And uh, so the 3200 lumens runs for a few minutes. Right. Um, And um, yeah. It runs for a few minutes and then steps down gradually to like 1500 lumens. Okay. And you get like two hours at 1500 lumens on this thing. Uh, medium, like 400 lumens, you wind up getting, I don't know, a lot of time, like a bunch of hours. And then at 60 lumens, you get something like uh, seven or eight days. Okay. So it, at the low settings, it lasts quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go through the thing. I don't want to misquote because I've been going through a bunch of lights lately and trying to get the exact times here. Yeah, oh, we should do a, we should do like a whole show on flashlights because I think they're really important. Everyone should have multiple flashlights. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So we should do that. So I know uh, before we wrap up here, let's find out like what other things. Clover, what kind of videos you have coming out, man? What kind uh, of stuff you working on? Mainly until we get uh, some of the camera situation going. It's mostly the live streams, which are uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. So, how do people tune into those? 
Uh, easiest way to get the schedule, clovertack.com. And uh, also all the social media links and all of that goodness, as well as the swag and everything else, all right there. All right. Awesome. Walter, what kind of stuff do you have going on? Speaking of swag, Clover, you get you get my stuff? I did, oh. yes, sir. Okay. I just want to make sure you got it. I That's think all. I've got something from Clover here, too. Where the heck is it? Yes, it does. I don't even know. What? What? All right. Well, anyways, as, as, as Pasco's chasing his swag. Yeah, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I got I got the patch from Clover Tech. I just don't know what I did with it. Well, that's okay. You'll find it. Yeah. We're looking for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Walter. Sorry. Um, oh, uh, if, if anybody hasn't seen it, the HK stock that I put up on the uh, the latest version, we have the final version this afternoon, actually, mm-hmm. um, for the um, the normal HK MP5. That's going to look quite nice, I must say. Um, oh, okay. oh, there's oh, low, low, saving the day. It. Saving the Lola day. found it. There you go. There it goes. Did, you find it? did she find it or did she steal it from you? <laughs> I, 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 probably, I probably put it in the outside so that she saw it out there. So there you go, man. Thanks a lot for that. Very cool. That's a very cool patch, by the way. Yeah, by the way, yeah, very, very nice patch, yes. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so you were saying that the HK stock is out. Yeah, the straight-up MP5 stock, yep. Uh, last part is on. Oh, my! I got a guy at my shop working right now. I got to go turn shut the shop down. He was finishing the stuff off for me, so I might have to keep it short here. But anyways, um, yeah, the MP5 stock. We're gonna we're we're turning the uh, the latest version for the straight MP5. It's gonna come out really nice. A lot of interest in that already. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Keep watching. Okay. I'll keep posting. Yeah, but I, I got to run. So okay. All yeah. right, Walter. All right, Bye, cool. Go, go take care of that. Walter and I, um, I've got a video that I'm going to be releasing soon with Walter and myself and Mike from ATI Outdoors. So wow. you guys should, you guys, uh, that's coming up soon. Shooting the Sten gun. Yep, yep. And as yeah. soon as I get that new one in, we're going to do some video. So. All right. Very cool. Right. Very cool. Thanks a lot, Walter. We'll talk to you later. See you. All right. Walter. Yeah. And uh, Joe, are you going to go to uh, Instagram? I am. I'm running about five minutes late. Normally, uh, okay. Eight Central, yeah. nine Eastern. We do uh, Fridays with thirteen C. I'll normally have an adult beverage and hang out, and answer questions, and just you know do whatever. Absolutely. So I'm we're going to wrap this up so Joe can go do that, and then I'm actually going to jump on. I'll jump on with that for a couple of minutes before awesome. I leave here. So uh, I invite everyone that's watching the chat right now, that's on Instagram, go to thirteen C Gun Reviews. Okay, Clover, you too. You're welcome to if you got time yeah, for it, my yeah. friend. We're welcome to pop over. Yeah. So everyone join us over there. We're wrapping this up. Uh, there was an uh, email newsletter that went out today. If you want to be part of that newsletter, it's HankStrange.tv. Go there, put in your email address. If you want to support us, we're on Patreon slash HankStrange. Thanks to everyone who does support us on there. It's all the folks that sponsor us. ATI Outdoors, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather, Big Daddy Guns. Okay, we are out of here. We're wrapping it up. Go to 13C Gun Reviews right now. We're going over there. We're out. Peace. Have a great day. Yep, see you guys on Monday. We are out.